1: To the Decision Real Movie Review Podcast, where we try and fail to review movies of today and yesterday. This week, we review Scream 2022 with your hosts, Steve and George. And joining us again is Trav and Jess from the podcast What is Your Least Favorite Scary Movie?
2: Ooh, that was actually really good, George.
3: That was really good. Yeah, yeah. that was amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like how you turned it up even at the end for their. Podcast name.
1: No problem. No problem.
2: <laughs> I like it. Well, hey, everybody, thanks for listening to the decision reel. As George beautifully said, we are joined again by Trav and Jess from what is your least favorite scary movie? Thanks, guys, for being back on with us.
4: Thanks for having us yes. back. Oh, and for I'm sure. proud to announce I have a full voice this time.
2: Oh, yeah. All right. Right. We can actually understand what you're saying. <laughs> I like it. Well,
4: don't don't get too confident. I (laughs) haven't gotten really excited and started talking too fast yet.
2: Touche. I do that as well. I don't know how to speak words. Um, Anybody who's ever listened to an episode, uh, English is not my first language, apparently.
1: Uh, Judging by the name of your podcast, uh, I'm certain that you're going to get very excited on this one, though. Oh, Oh,
2: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. We've been so
3: excited for this movie for a long time. I can't wait to talk about this. Well, the crazy thing
2: is you're right because this movie was supposed to come out last January and obviously because of the pandemic and everything, they pushed it a whole nother year.
3: That's uh, that's the thing that happened with a lot of movies last year. And I understand them not wanting to do the home release because they want to make money, but like, I
4: don't know,
3: man, I, just sucked having to wait a way the year when Listen, everybody was releasing them for home. Watching. Travis
4: got so fucking angry about Halloween Kills being pushed back a year, and then they also did it bod. Oh <laughs> released Dude, yeah,
2: it. he was that. so mad. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah, that. Because really why sucks. not just just release it if you're gonna do it? I, I get the whole let's hold out and see how long this pandemic lasts, or when we can at least get into theaters. Because obviously nowadays that is the only place where you're really making your money. Uh, you can't really bank on DVD, Blu-ray, whatever, sales anymore, or video on demand. It's all theater, you know, tickets. So, I get why...
1: that's not going to have a career, man.
2: Right, right. So, I, I mean, I get why certain studios were like, all right, let's wait it out. Let's see what's going on. And then finally, it was like, well, fuck, I guess let's just put it out on both. Why not?
4: I just feel like it's ironic coming from a, a small team that started off on YouTube for this movie that they're up on YouTube. Yeah, Radio Silence.
2: Yeah, so yeah. they have um what's what's kind of cool is what they've gone and kind of done and are going to do later. Um they're definitely getting bigger and I mean, good for them.
4: Yeah, I mean they do Not, good work.
1: I'm the uninitiated. Uh help me understand what you're saying.
2: Who wants to take it?
1: Explain.
4: No.
3: What, what did they do? Like, what
4: did they start with? I don't know what their YouTube stuff was. I just know they started on YouTube. Yeah. So uh, they what made is, like I didn't, so what ex- did they do I didn't expect to be put on the spot. What did they do for I, Scream? Like, what? Who, who, is, I, I who are these
1: guys? All what of my do knowledge.
2: So they directed like, the movie.
1: They directed the uh, movie. This is a you because obviously uh Scream is Wes Craven. Typically, you know, up through Scream Four, right? He did all of them.
2: Correct. Yes. yes. Yeah. But. Obviously, that's why
4: James and Chelsea were
2: on there. Rip, oh. um, yeah, the guys from Dead Meat, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their podcast, which good for them. I mean, that's kind of a cool situation for them to be, you know, in this movie and kind of like a predominant. Like, they didn't have to put that in there, but boom, you're in there. He's watching him on his. No, no, was she watching him on the computer? I can't remember who it was. It was Jack Quaid. Yeah, of course it was fucking Jack Quaid.
4: Hey, I don't like the tone you set that with. <laughs> Do not do not talk about Petite Huey that way.
2: Look, all right. The Boys is one of my favorite shows right now, so <laughs> he gets a pass in this movie, and I'll get to that later once we talk Whoa, about. Oh, I think things.
4: we're gonna argue about this. We I'm might already feeling very defensive.
2: We might, <laughs> but I do want to start off by saying. Thanks, everybody out there for tuning into The Decision Reel. We, already, we, we do this every time. We try to get into the, the episode as good as we can and as fast as we can, but we always skip over the the you're listening to or whatever. But this is The Decision Reel. George said it greatly. Um, if you do like this episode, you do like this podcast, feel free to give us a like, a favor to download, whatnot. Uh, give us a review. Tell somebody. Help us out as much as you can. We'll definitely appreciate that. Now, getting into the movie we're talking about today, we are talking about Scream 2022. Don't know why they didn't call it Scream 5. It makes it so weird. I get that they're trying to do something different, but uh, I don't like it. Because
1: they would have had to replace the first, the the S, with a 5, and it would have been 5 cream, and everybody would have made fun of it.
2: Or they. Because you just called it seen Scream Five or like
4: that and that's how I read it every time. Five cream. <laughs> what was the I didn't fan thing about the five
3: cream? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> just like so kind like shitty like brand really like, facial cream.
2: Right. So obviously we're making fun of the uh, Fantastic Four movie that they put the four like in the middle and it was like fan four stick or something that everybody said, which is <laughs> yeah. so hilarious. Uh, I do that
4: with 7 and all the time. Seven. Oh
2: yeah, you do. Seven. Like <laughs> like all right. Getting to this movie, I do want to say we're going to get heavy into spoilers, Um, so if you haven't seen this movie or you don't care about spoilers and you still haven't seen it and you just want to listen in to hear what we have to say about this movie, obviously continue listening. If you haven't seen it and you don't want to have anything spoiled for you, uh, go see this movie, then come right back to this fucking thing, because we're going to pick this guy apart.
4: In general, just go see it. It's good. It's a fun movie.
2: I will agree. Yeah, definitely go see it. It's uh, it's worth a watch in a theater. Um, if, you like,
1: if you like Scream, especially, like you've got to see it. It is one hundred percent worth the watch if you are a Scream fan.
2: One hundred percent. If you were a big diehard Scream One fan, and maybe like you didn't like the sequels, which I don't know how you can't like the sequels. Maybe, maybe three you didn't like. I feel like this is a good movie to continue on what they were doing. Um, it's definitely a movie that fits. In the genre, uh, I do have some problems with it, which we will get to later. Um, but for the most part, I mean, it was an enjoyable movie to watch. Does anybody want to go, over the, go over the uh, synopsis? Go oh, the synopsis. Well, we're not we're not there yet. I'm going to get to where to watch. Obviously, we can only watch this movie right now in the theaters. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming in three months it's probably going to be everywhere. I wonder which place it's going to go to first but we'll figure that out in three months. Paramount Plus. Yeah, probably, yeah. Well, where is all the other streaming
1: the streaming right now, the streaming world? Yeah. I feel like Disney Plus would be dominating, but I'm not going to lie, I don't yeah. follow it.
3: It's a Paramount movie, so I, yeah, I, I can't I, imagine they wouldn't take advantage of that. Paramount, uh,
1: that uh, Dimension is owned by Paramount?
3: I mean, it's Paramount Pictures. They partnered with somebody mm-hmm. else to make this movie. This isn't Dimension? No, so it is dimension i think i saw dimension I, yeah dimension no i
4: only know paramount is associated with it strictly because i got exposed to um covid at work and i was the way omicron is and the way it's been spreading around for at work i was convinced i actually had it um, and I was like looking up, like, I was like, please, God, please tell me there's a streaming option. I mm. hadn't looked it up before because I was so dead set on seeing so it in theaters. Oh, no, and then when I Googled it, I was like, um, Paramount has made the decision that we are not going to be releasing this uh, I, a- on demand at this time. I feel
3: like they're, every oh. streaming service is done with that except for HBO. I feel like everybody else is like we're going back to the movies. HBO
4: because... can release whatever the fuck they want on on demand because nobody can sign into their goddamn accounts. We
3: did
4: it. <laughs> how long did it take, Travis? It, it
2: took, took 17 me, like, five minutes, minutes. <laughs>
3: actually found out our password.
4: Yeah, <laughs> but how to... long did it take before that?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: it,
2: it was a long time. Also, well so it H... is
4: not the first time we've had to do it.
2: <laughs> HBO did come to... out and say that they were when the pandemic started that they were releasing so many movies in the next two years on demand and in theaters. So they had this plan from the beginning and I think it's worked out for them. They even released like a, a whatever their statement quarterly, whatever bullshit saying that they have made a lot of money by people signing up for HBO max. So good for them.
3: It. Yeah. I think it's amazing.
2: I, I mean, cause there's a lot of movies that have come out that I wouldn't have gone to the theaters to see that came out, you know, just on HBO max as well. And I watched it because oh shit I'm home sure well I'll fucking watch that but I wouldn't pay you know fifteen dollars or whatever to go see it in the theater like uh, we talked about Malignant before I wouldn't have gone and seen that movie oh, the yeah. that movie was great oh, and we
4: saw it in theaters we're yeah. so excited oh, about like it I still haven't seen yeah, it yeah you God. need to watch that it's like good. We're, mm. we're going to be covering it next month on Ooh. our podcast. Nice. Yeah. I
2: need yeah. to
1: watch so it before it comes out. Yeah. Why didn't we, talk about this? we talked about this in the last episode. We might have because
2: I think, I think that did. might have been yeah. right when I watched it. I think we had
4: uh, the same like dancing around spoilers <laughs> conversation.
2: <laughs> yeah, because we can't yeah, say anything because it, it literally spoils the entire movie if you say one thing for what it is. But yeah, no, I remember we did talk about it because we talked about the other movie that's kind of the same. L- let's not even mention that because then George will look it up and be like, oh, well, no, I get the movie.
1: I'm well, not going to look it up. I'm very good at avoiding spoilers. I just, I don't fuck with the internet that much. So like, yeah, don't, don't worry about that.
2: Right. And just like uh, the new Matrix movies that, that came out, I would have not have gone to the theater to see it just because the first Matrix movie, amazing, changed cinema, whatnot. The second two, I went and saw them in theaters when they came out. But I remember just like sitting there going, when is this going to end? This isn't good. And then the next one, I was like, ah, that's how you're going to do it. So then when they announced this, I knew it was gonna be fucking terrible. And I read a couple things behind the scenes how, you know, only one of the Wachowskis was gonna be in it and that they were kind of forcing them to make it, or they were just gonna have somebody else make it because, you know, the the rights or something was up. So they're like, we need to make something with it. And I was like, eh, this is gonna be fucking shitty. And you know what? I watched it and it was one of the worst movies I've seen in the last ten years. Wow. <laughs> now There was some cool things in it and some cool ideas, but it just felt so rushed and just lazy, and they even fucking... It's meta, and they even kind of say that... Just spoilers, because... Like, why does this movie exist, right? Well, they kind of say that, but in the movie, you know, Neo's back, and he's in the Matrix again, but when he's in the Matrix, he is uh, a video game designer who created this... All time great video game called The Matrix, and he's working on his next video game. But then the head guy of the video game, uh, you know, whoever's designing it, comes to him and says, Look, the uh, Warner Brothers, who's in charge of our, you know, video game development, wants us to make a new Matrix game. So, we're really? gonna, it's a- yeah, no, this is what happens. And he goes, we're gonna need you to make a new Matrix game because if you don't do it, somebody else is gonna do it. That's the fucking movie. I'm gonna,
4: movie. gonna say something. Song. Um, say I I predominantly watch horror. It's not the only genre I watch, but that's predominantly my thing. Okay, and I've never seen any of the Matrix. I movies. haven't either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And that oh. synopsis sounded so fucking tedious that now Thank I you. never want to watch any of them.
2: <laughs> but the first but one, no, the first no. one is nothing. Is nothing like. Gotta watch the first nothing, one. Like the first to one, the point you.
4: that I feel like I have seen it. Like I know enough of the basic beats. You're I, I'm not wrong. Compelled to watch it.
2: I, I feel you, and it's been so long. I get it. But the first Matrix movie is a very good movie. It's completely different than what I just said. Um and I think it's in one of the, like, at least the top 25 to top 50 movies of all time, just because I'm of... I'm putting in top
1: 10. Top 10 as far as it changed cinema forever.
2: Well, what that's what I was going to get to. You, you that that gotta- movie
1: is, yeah. is untouchable. It is absolutely worth the watch. It is genre transcending. I would recommend that movie to fucking anybody. I agree. Gen- uh, horror is my favorite genre a lot, but, but... uh
2: yeah and and it's funny
1: because the other three movies they don't pretend they don't even exist yeah watch the first matrix sometime yeah
4: and i think a big part of it for me is it's not that horror is the only genre i watch it's the only one that really has a decent amount of action because i tend to lead more towards like comedies and dramas more than anything when i go outside of horror i don't i don't like action i i like spider-man um Spider-Man. So just, yeah I like that. So, I like Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah. Um, and I, I like some of the Marvel movies, but I won't even watch all of them just because I'm just like, mm. I
1: feel, I feel I like I've seen every it. one of them through cultural osmosis. Like I didn't even mean to watch them and I've seen every single one.
2: That makes sense. Yeah, I I, it. Yeah. It's so in tune with everything that's going on in media and whatnot that you don't really have to watch that movie to digest what happens in it.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah that, that's how
0: I feel about The Matrix, though. Well, 100% <laughs>
2: yeah. And you know what? what ma- which is a great point about that is the fact that The Matrix has been copied so much in Hollywood that you're right. You would watch that movie today and go, well, I've seen everything in this movie a thousand times in any other movie.
1: Speaking of which, Green. Yes. <laughs> Not, th- we're getting meta about the, about the Matrix, but really a lot of those same things could be said for this movie specifically with the franchise, but also horror at large. Like, that is what it's talking about.
4: Yes, but I'm biased, so I'm not going to acknowledge that point. (laughs) (laughs) I like it.
2: I like it. But, no, George (laughs) does bring up a great, like, thing to this is that I think the first Scream movie definitely changed the way horror was going. Um, you know, in the 90s, and it changed it up. And then you had all these copycats, like, you know, I don't know what you did last summer, even though I believe that is written by the same... That was, sorry, that same was Kevin Williamson. Right, right, written by the same guy. So it's, you have this, I don't know, I don't want to say changing of the guard from, like, 80s camp slasher movies to what Scream turned into with, like... It's a slasher movie, but it's more... It's, it's hard to describe Scream to me. I would say
1: it's a meta-analysis of slasher movies. Thank you. It's a deconstruction of slasher movies. Therefore, now that... Okay, it's just like when Watchmen came out in comics, which I don't know if this is a helpful analogy, but when that happened, it was like, oh, this is the problem with all of these movies. We already know what's going to happen because it's happened over and over. Let's point it all out and then... And then at the same time, create something new using those
2: tropes. Yeah, that makes you know perfect sense. Yeah.
4: Well, and that's that's kind of one of my things that I I defend with horror all the time is something can be predictable, but if I have a good time watching it, I don't fucking care. Yeah, I don't, and that was that's the thing with the first scream is that they spell out so obviously for you that it's Billy and Stew. Do they but, really, though? yeah, they really do. Like, they you're drop, they, that the they make it time. so obvious to the point where you're like, "Well, no, it can't be them." And that it is. Yeah, and, and, I, don't know, I mean the same thing. Uh, we've already given a spoiler alert, right?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm, yeah.
4: Okay. Well, and the same thing happens in this one where yep. you get so many in your face. It's definitely these people to the point where you're like, "Well, it can't be these no, people." You, oh, no, you, you don't. do. You do. Mm, do. Did you know? Dewey do- 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 you, literally says, says, "Yeah." Dewey do- do- straight up goes, "Interest,"
2: right? I will say, yes, I think anytime I'm watching any bit of media or a It or whatever, if it's so on the nose that they're pushing it in your face that it's this person or this thing's going to happen, and then they give a swerve, well, that swerve is the red herring, not the it's so on the nose that they're going back to that fucking thing that's so on the nose. They want you to think that they're trying to say, oh, it's not this person because it's so in your face about it. That it, it fucking is. And yes, we can say now in Scream twenty twenty two, watching this movie, they definitely fucking put it in your face that it's Richie Richie, right?
3: Yeah. Richie and Amber. Right. I mean well, kind of see the thing. Amber I immediately suspect. The thing about this one though is like I feel like one of like the meta things that they did with this one is that they're very aware that it's a who who done it. So everybody's constantly accu- accusing the other of being the killer. So like, there's like so many people just throwing out accusations throughout the entire. thing they did
1: stream one, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm... but
3: I feel like they were like more like aware of the situation here because like but, in I mean, stream one they didn't know it was a who done it; they knew it was like a slasher, so they're following those wow. rules. Okay. This one right here. Uh, Like, more aware of, like, this is a Scream movie. But
4: coming back to my original point with all of this is that I don't fucking care if I can see exactly what's coming. And, Travis, you can attest to this because all the time we'll be watching movies and I'll be like, I bet this is what happens. And then it ends up happening. And I don't care as long as I have a good time watching it. That's that's, what a movie should be. It's just a good time. I'm just Uh, saying, though,
3: like, I think that, you know, I don't think that they, like, made it, like, super obvious because... I, just, I feel like they were just everybody was constantly being accused i didn't like the only time that i really considered amber like that's her name right the one that actually yeah. was yeah like uh, whenever she was in the basement with um i can't remember the other Mindy. Girl's name, mindy
4: come on man
3: you, well, you gotta I, know I, the names
4: we are on a movie <laughs> review podcast
3: i just watched this i yesterday. did
4: too
3: <laughs> I, i'm sorry there's so many people well you
2: know what i'm gonna on on trav's behalf the characters were kind of forgettable, in which I didn't know their names because they barely said them. That's true, right? Yeah. So, like, I'm I only totally knew uh, Richie okay. because they said his name a bunch throughout the movie. Like that Amber girl, they said it maybe twice. And to be Hold fair, up. he was or Amber wasn't really in the movie except yeah, in the beginning, in, in the end.
4: Hold on. Okay, Trav can attest. I'm not looking anything up right now. Don't do it. I mean. List. All these characters beside our OG trio. Okay, all go right? for it. We got Tara, Sam, Amber, Liv, Chad, Mindy, Richie. Did I say Tara you did. already? You did yeah. Okay. See,
3: yeah. None of us can verify whether you're right or wrong because we don't remember. And Wes.
2: <laughs> there oh, was a Wes, I Wes and yeah. I like that because obviously a callback. I, and then let's get I'm into. The, you, yep.
4: I got all of them. I got all. of the I names. think you're yeah, you're I'm
2: very right. cl- you're either 100 percent correct or very close. Uh, I don't have every person that's starring in this movie that I wrote down here, but I do have most of what you said, uh, barring, obviously, the OG characters, which, obviously, we know who they are, so you're good with that. But I I just, I think that watching the original movie, I knew all the characters because it didn't seem like there was that many characters like there was in this movie, obviously, because you're bringing the OG cast back in, you're bringing the sheriff from Scream 4 in... You're bringing some other people in. It just feels like there's a bigger cast here, so some people get lost in the shuffle, right? I will say yeah. this: George even called this out, and we—I I looked this up afterwards. The—I guess the deputy or the second guy in charge, the Asian cop—that is mm-hmm. the same actor from Hot Rod who's throwing out all the papers and doing the fucking dance. You like
1: dance. what you see? Yeah. What? Yeah. I fucking oh. knew it, man. Yeah, yeah I you. That, um, I think Amy it was Sandberg.
2: right at the end. You looked at me and you're like, Is that the, the fucking guy? I was like, I I think it is. But obviously, he looks super old. I looked it up. It's him. <laughs>
4: yes. <laughs>
2: Makes the movie oh like God. way when better. When did Hot Rod come out? Uh, 2004. Oh, six, seven, six, six, six or seven. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Jesus.
4: I know yeah, that's you a while were ago. Way off too, Trev. Yeah, I've
3: never watched that movie.
4: We've watched Hot Round together. I
3: don't think we have. I swear You're we have. Up if you haven't. Yeah. It's fucking
0: good. <laughs> watch me do a big ass.
3: Large, ass if <laughs> not,
4: then I've made you watch enough scenes from it. Then you might as well have seen it. it it's so. your own personal Matrix. Cool beans. <laughs> yeah, cook cool beans.
2: Yeah, there's no way you haven't seen that part, or at least his PowerPoint. I play presentation. cool beans all the time. Yeah, perfect. So. The plot of Scream 2022. 25 years after the original series of murders in Woodsboro, a new ghost face emerges, and Sidney Prescott must return to uncover the truth.
4: That feels like an exaggeration.
2: That really does, doesn't it? That's the official synopsis of this movie.
1: Sidney Prescott is hardly
4: the main character.
2: Yeah, she's like pushed off to the side. I mean... Good. Yeah, good. I agree with that. But maybe, there's, yeah. they're, maybe they're saying this, and this is the official synopsis, so it brings people in to see it more yeah, than if you were to it. say some random girl, you know, because you can't say anything, spoilers, that, you know, she's somebody's daughter. <laughs> Which I thought there was going to be a bigger <laughs> story there with the dad who left. You know what I mean? Like that was a yeah. that was a gut wrenching story. I'll I'll give them that. That was a very good like. Okay, I can see why some dude would literally be like, "I'm out." Like fuck you. Like especially yeah. with the daughter that you thought was yours explaining or you know telling mm, your no, wife. I
4: still still it's shitty dad behavior because I like I get him divorcing the wife. Yeah, fucking do that. That's yeah, she deserves to be divorced. Um, Sam didn't deserve that. Because he had raised... She was, what, 13 at the time? Right? I, something
2: yeah. around there. Um, but but did she...
4: Yeah, he, he had raised her for 13 years. She was as gobsmacked by this revelation as he was. And oh, yeah. he just fucked off and left. Not only her, but Tara. Like, I...
2: Well, the only I, thing yeah. I'll say, though, is they don't really explain it too much. Like, did he literally just disappear? Or did she go off the rails and she's the one who disappeared? Right. Because she does say that, you know, she goes crazy and does all she this bad stuff until
4: she was 18, though. Yeah, she okay. was a problem child for five years and then she g- got out of that. I remember they mentioned right, that he, right.
3: like, he left overnight,
4: yeah, like in the middle
3: of the night, whenever he found out. So it was within that day that he got out of there.
2: I guess I yeah, wasn't paying like, that it, much attention at just, that point.
4: It's just shitty to the daughters that he raised, regardless of. And I think I take this personally, like as somebody that comes from a blended family who very much my father is not a person who like in any way contributed genetically to me. But like, I feel the whole bullshit thing that like, oh, well, she's some other man's daughter. Like
2: that's whoever raised you
4: 13 years. You didn't. Form a fucking connection with her. No, grow the fuck up. Right. Be an adult. Divorce your wife. That's warranted. for sure. Yeah. Get
2: it. Get out of there. Sure, yeah.
4: completely agree with that. That's a huge that betrayal. But you're just girl. gonna abandon your children? No, well, I don't buy it. We don't
3: really know anything about him. He could be shitty too. I don't know. Yeah. He right. Could be a yeah. Yeah.
2: That's dude. what I'm saying. Maybe he was just a piece of shit too. Because didn't they say that the mom was like a drunken? Was like, you know? Because yeah. at the end they were like, well, how did you find out that you knew about who my real dad was? And, well, your mom was a drunk and told everybody. So, oh, I feel yeah. like
4: that's a callback though to Sid's mom, where like her, everybody, her, yeah. it was like it was a known secret that right. she was sleeping around town. Sid just didn't realize it. Yeah, and you okay. know, Sid's dad was still with her. Like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's very much meant to be a parallel to the to nineteen ninety six. Yeah, probably. that
1: does get us to the the requel uh, conversation. You know, what what's the girl's name? Who is the movie buff in this one?
2: Mindy? Mindy.
1: No, Mindy, yeah. Mindy, Mindy nailed it on the head really. They really needed Mindy.
2: Well, obviously they're they, yeah. We
1: no. the like but... Okay. I I would like to compare, make a quick comparison. I'm not going to to this movie and Cabin in the Woods. Okay.
4: I'm listening.
1: You, you guys are familiar with Cabin in the Woods? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. We've got just... a quick
4: quick plug for our podcast. We have covered that. In detail. Right.
1: I can't wait to listen to that episode. I'm, I definitely will. All right, I, I just a quick thing I'm gonna say. Uh, I don't think this movie did anything that that movie didn't already do better. I, I think, I think, <laughs> I think, that I think that Scream's time has passed. Scream nailed slashers. Their meta analysis of today's movies didn't need to exist. I think, I think that they were. A little bit in over their heads as far as their as far as their meta analysis. As much as they want to comment on elevated horror, talking shit about it more or less, um, <laughs> they, they they failed to do what what elevated horror you know quote unquote not not to be pretentious but but what it does you know uh, ultimately this was just another meta. Slasher Who Done It, just another scream movie, which which has become the the status quo. What it what it stood against, you know, when it first came out, what it stood in opposition to, it has become. And I and I guess if if I was gonna come down to like my final thing, which I guess it's early for that, but Yeah, whatever. While we're on the while we're on that topic, um I, I do think that this movie this movie's time has passed. The the Scream franchise's time has passed.
2: Yeah, so I want to piggyback and I, and, on that.
1: Yeah, Cabin in the Woods did it much
2: better. Right. So you bring up a great point. Like so, unless you're doing something completely different, or you know, redoing the Scream formula, what is there else to milk out of the Scream franchise? If you're just doing the same thing, and as George has said, your time has passed because. You're not bringing anything new to the table. Why make another movie besides just to show some cool kills and whatnot? How many?
1: What if they did a, a meta analysis of elevated horror something? Yeah, okay, they, cool. What yeah, because
2: they invented that. Right. Did
1: Scream one for elevated good, horror. Actually,
4: no, I would have been annoyed done. by that.
1: I think.
3: Well, that it depends how you do though. it yeah i think yeah if you get the right people you can you can pull that off
4: that's not ultimately what i want from scream though i want a slasher which i think is kind of the point that they were making well that's what i'm saying though
2: is like yeah i I want to if i'm yeah if i'm seeing scream i want to see a slasher too but maybe i want to see a more thought-provoking slasher movie not just the same movie that i've already seen you know what i mean like to me this movie what do you mean
1: so what was Scream One? Was Scream One a slasher movie as they existed at the time? No. Or was Scream One a meta analysis? Was it what was it more? Was it
2: I think it was more of a meta analysis. It was definitely taking yeah. what yeah. what was happening in the, you know, late eighties or through the eighties and the or the late nineties sure. sorry, late nineties, early 90s. When everybody 90s, was tired. Right. Of. Exactly, and they flipped it on its head, and they did something that was completely different than what was going on. So That's and,
1: what made Scream stand out. Right. That's why it's exceptional.
2: Right, and then the, Scream, the sequels went, went into that. that camp, and that's where they continued to go, and that's what yeah. doesn't have anything in this movie. There's no cheese, really. There's no camp in this movie. It's trying to be serious, but if you're making fun of serious horror movies... And, okay, I'm sorry. You know. Are
4: you saying that Amber absolutely chewing her fucking dialogue at the end of the movie in a total stew homage is not camp? Are you trying to tell me that?
1: No, absolutely oh, oh. not. I'm saying I'm saying it's perfectly camp, but it's not meta camp. It it's not yeah. self-aware.
2: It's the same as the original movie. They're, they're talking shit about
1: elevated horror, but but why? Because it is offering something you are not. This movie is offering more of the same. The same shit that they complained about in Stream 1. Oh, every, we all know the rules. We all know what's gonna happen. Right. You're doing it now. You are the problem now. Like, when, if, if you want to put it that way. It's, uh,
3: I feel like it's kind of, so, like, the previous sequels, I don't really feel like they really they would comment on, like, sequels and trilogies in general, which, you know, that wasn't really, like, up at the time thing. It was just kind of a thing that had always been This one is more of like how all of these franchises are doing new like reinventions of themselves. Um, like you know, you have Halloween, you have like a new Texas Chainsaw that's calling itself Texas Chainsaw next Candyman, Candyman. Yeah, you're doing all those things. I really feel like it's 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 kind of like commenting on that. I don't feel like it.
4: I was so fucking annoyed about the Scream 2022 thing, too. And Travis can tell you that was, like, my biggest yeah. complaint about it leading up to it. And then once I saw them, like, kind of shitting on it, and I was like, you know what? I accept the name well, that now. that was, like,
3: I mean, that was... It- to most people, that was kind of obvious to begin with because, I mean, it's Scream, it's meta. Like, even the name, like, it's doing that, you know?
4: Oh, well, maybe I'm just not smart enough to fit like, that I thought together that it was,
3: then. <laughs> I thought that that was what they were doing with this one, too. Like, I honestly, like, so the thing that's been happening with all of these horror franchises is they take, like, the original people and they age them up and then those people are doing the killings, you know, at, like, now. This is kind of like a continuation of, like, the very first movie in the franchise almost, so I thought that they were gonna have like Stu in this one because everybody's always been theorizing that Stu is gonna be coming back because he was technically not supposed to be in one of the sequels. I've
4: never believed that. Not, I don't well, understand people who believe not that. Not literally Travis.
3: everybody, but I mean, you have definitely <laughs> seen discussion of that online. I mean, and he I don't was, get it. Well, hold on a second. Let me talk. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he was actually planned to be in one of the sequels at one point, and then they rewrote it because of I don't re- really remember the reasons why. But uh, he was the actually, script like, leaked online. Yeah, I think it was like it was two that he was supposed to be. And he was like, well, or maybe it was multiple,
4: multiple of two scripts leaked. Well, so.
3: either way, like that was fucking Kevin Williamson that was writing that shit. So he at one point saw Stu surviving that night. I thought that that was what they were going to do with this one. They were going to take like an aged up version of one of the original killers and do that, which would have been like meta commentary on how all of these slashers are going right now.
2: Well, and here's the- my thing. Okay, go for it.
4: So, for me, I, I don't feel like this movie was meant for the audience of the originals. And I'm okay. saying that as somebody who is a fan of the originals. Um, but, I like, I was four when Scream came out. Okay. You know, my yep. mom wasn't letting me watch that shit. She introduced it to me when I was age-appropriate and after I'd already gotten into horror movies. You know, she made sure that I was into it and that I understood the tropes and that I really fully enjoyed it. And then she was like, okay... You're going to watch this movie. You're going to appreciate it. And we're going to watch all three back to back. And I loved them because, you know, I, I, she was introducing me to all of the slashers she loved. So I was kind of out of my age range, but that's fine because it was the nineties and early two thousands. So, you know, what, what fucking was there to watch and learn sure. about horror from. Right. Um, so watch those and then Scream 4 comes out and I know that one's kind of divisive online. I love it a lot.
2: I like Scream um, 4.
1: Scream 4 Scream Four is underrated for sure. Yeah.
4: It's my second favorite of the franchise. Um, I don't know where I would put 2022 yet. I, I have to watch it a couple more times before I throw it into my rankings. That's um, fair.
2: That's definitely fair because, I mean, how many times sure. you have seen every other movie in the Scream franchise and you have how much time to digest it and really go, all right, this is where it should really be. Um, I'd p- like to go through each
1: one, you know, yeah. uh, fresh before I may come up with like a, you know, ranking.
4: Yeah, but so by the time I was watching this, internet culture was a thing. It was starting to become a thing, especially by the time Scream 4 came out. And then I was able to go online, talk with other people about it. I was able to meet other horror fans. It was a completely different way of engaging with the subject matter. So this one, I feel like I'm kind of in the middle between the two audiences as somebody who loved the original trilogy, but then also loved Part 4. And I like this one. I, I very much understand the perspective of where it's coming ju- coming from just because of the online discourse that goes on with the horror genre in general. So I think that's kind of where it's coming from. I don't think it's meant for people that are fans of the originals.
2: You know, uh, you know what? I, I agree with you. I think that this movie was written as a like almost like what they did with the uh, the new Star Wars movies. I'm sure you guys haven't seen Star. Well, I don't even know. I, it's I hard to seen judge. Star Wars, yes. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's hard to judge your 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 catalog viewing here. But the <laughs> what they did with uh, a Force Awakens basically they remade the original Star Wars movie just for mm-hmm. a new demographic, a new you know set of people to watch it. It's it's the same movie. I think yeah. they tried to kind of do that with this, but then twist it and change it up so much that. It's sort of the same, but it's different.
1: And you know where I think they fucked up? I love what you're saying. Can I tell you where I think they fucked Go up? Go for it. They had the balls to do that, right? Yeah. It takes courage. Let's all the soft reboot of the franchise. You know, I think they fucked up when they started making Sydney and, uh, you know, Gail important. They should have visited all these people. Maybe Dewey has its moment where he dies. That's it. They shouldn't have been plot points. They I agree with I, I that
2: hundred percent. You know, I think Sydney and Gail shouldn't have came back to the town. I think it should have been yeah. the the same scene. Dewey this calling is them or now. whatever. No. And, no. Yeah, exactly. They just have their scene and they don't show back up because they Maybe don't want to do it shows
1: up because they feel a sense of duty, fan service, all that stuff. But as far as the whole town coming back, might as well have just fucking called a scream five instead of just pretend it's some soft reboot. Lost their balls. I'm gonna-
4: I'm going to say this, though. So in every single one of the Scream movies, one through four, Sydney has the final double tap headshot of every single killer. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. She does
4: not have that in this one.
2: She doesn't. No, for sure. That is true. That's a good, good point.
4: And, like, I agree. I legitimately thought when Dewey called Sydney and she was like, I have zero reason to come back to Woodsboro, I was like, oh, shit. Maybe they're actually just going to let her live a happy life, and I would have been okay with that. I'm okay that they brought her back to give that little bit of closure to her character, because um, otherwise, I feel like it would have been fan service to include her in the trailers and stuff so much. Um, yeah, which I, granted I just, happened with Drew Barrymore in the first one. Well, so oh, dude, to me, that's that's more, the
2: man. yeah that's that's the genius of the first movie is Drew Barrymore is literally the biggest person on the cover or poster of Scream, and it's such a bait and switch that people are going shit. Yeah, let's go see this movie star Drew Barrymore. She's fucking dead in five minutes. Like, that was the genius of that movie. And this is where this new movie kind of... I don't want to say I wanted the girl in the beginning to die, obviously, but it just... It it made me go... I like that she
0: didn't, though.
2: I know, I like that she... had to change. Right, right. I like that she didn't. I like that they they changed it, but it just fell flat for me that, oh, no, she's she's fine in the hospital, you know, I do agree. She got fucking stabbed like five times in the back... Her fucking ankle is broken, you know, and stabbed through the hand. Yes, she shows it when she's in the wheelchair and whatnot, but she wouldn't be sitting up the next day in that fucking uh, bed like, yeah, I'm good. She'd be barely talking. And then, okay, we're going to get, no, we're not going to get to this yet because we still have plot points to go through on my list here. So what I do want to say now, as we've been talking, this was written by James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick. James has wrote *Darkness Falls*, *Zodiac*, *The Losers*, *Ready or Not*, and the upcoming *Transformers: Rise of the Beasts*, which it what will the be. What
3: kind of filmography is that? That yeah. is a Love,
4: very, *Ready odd, or Not*. Hate Zodiac. the rest of it.
2: <laughs> so Zodiac
1: ready or not is so fucking good though.
2: <laughs> *Zodiac* is really good. Um, *Ready uh, no, or Not*,
4: I fucking hated *Zodiac*. It was I so didn't great. like
1: *Zodiac* either. It bored the hell out of me. Yeah,
4: exactly. So I was so excited for it because I was like, "Yeah, Zodiac killer, he's fucking intense." And then I watched the movie and I was like, "What is this bullshit?
1: So boring. Nobody cared.
2: I, I kind of liked it. I'll, I'll, I'll just not put that. I'll put that, that in my back pocket there. But no, ready or not, amazing. I like. Um, so- uh, the the main no, girl in that movie. So yeah, another movie that has that same girl in it, which I don't know if you have guys ever seen. It's on tomorrow Samara weaving. Tomorrow Samara weaving. Thank you. It's called The yes. Babysitter.
4: Yes, yeah, I yeah. love The Babysitter.
2: Yep, I think I showed I, George I, that one. Um, oh,
4: uh, Jenna Ortega actually, Tara. She's was in the second in one. Yep. Babysitter Two. Yep, which yes, is just but as we good. Don't have to say I know. I think it's. I mean, it's not as I it's not
2: better, but it it holds up to the first one. I think it's a good sequel.
4: I think it would have been okay if they hadn't tried so much to make um, the next door love interest into the new uh, Samara Weaving.
2: Okay, I I agree with that. Like, she didn't have to be that person, but... Yeah,
4: I was fine with the rest of it, but her, like, all of a sudden... Like, I don't know, that was a little weird to me.
2: It kind of comes out of nowhere, I get it. But in the first movie, it comes out of nowhere that the babysitter is fucking crazy and, you know, in a cult or whatever, too. But uh, whatever. Uh, Getting back to Scream... Uh, this was directed by Matt uh fuck I can't read that Bitale, bit, bit Tinelli. Yeah, Bittinelli Open. It? That's it's a that's a okay. name. And Tyler Gillette. Uh these are the guys that you're talking about. Now I forget the fucking name. Um Radio
4: thank Silence. Thank you,
2: Radio Silence. They have done Devil's Do, Ready or Not, obviously Scream. Um the main guy, Matt, was in a punk band uh called Link Eighty Uh-oh. in the nineties. Kind of weird, yeah. yeah. Just a little fun fact there. I put that in there for Brent, but Brent's not here this week because it snowed and he can't drive on ice, I guess.
4: It's okay. I like punk like music. Or, it's fine.
2: Or use technology. Sure, yeah. If you want to look it up, it's a band called Link 80. Uh, they were in like California in the early 90s. They formed in 93. They were, I guess, kind of a big deal in that underground punk scene, whatever. So
4: That's how most of the punk scene should be, so... Yeah. We're going to have a cat come in here if you don't close the door the rest of the way.
2: <laughs> We're going to have cats in here and dogs. That's fine. I think Georgia's dog Georgina <laughs> is probably walking around by him, right? Georgia.
1: Georgia. I thought don't it was Georgina. It. It's Georgia. You changed no, our, it uh,
4: we, We've got our setup in like our smallest bedroom because our pets are jingly and they rub against jingly. equipment and make, they're very vocal, so...
1: We're dog friend. We're
2: we're animal friendly on this podcast. Yes, we all. We
4: have, are yeah. too, but not when we're recording because um, cats are assholes. Do either of you have cats? I don't because no. cats are assholes. Cats are-
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have two, so double assholes over
2: here. I like and the dog.
4: The dog is sweet, but she just doesn't have any spatial awareness. Oh, like I most. Gets that from yeah. Travis.
2: Oh, nice. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> moving on this movie is starring nev campbell is sydney prescott wait george what? give me give me a sydney
1: what do you mean sydney prescott
2: there you go yeah.
1: oh hello sydney yeah
2: it's yeah it's good <laughs> uh courtney cox gail weathers or gail weathers riley because she does say her name like that when she sees him uh david arquette is dewey riley melissa barrera as sam carpenter Marley Shelton as Deputy Judy Hicks. Jenna, I love Marley Shelton. Yeah, dude, great. Sugar and Spice. Amazing Yeah, movie.
1: Sugar and Spice. Yeah.
2: Jenna Ortega as Tara Carpenter. Dylan Minette. Minette? I don't know. Wes Hicks. Jack Wallace. Quaid Wallace. is... <laughs> Jack Quaid is Richie Kirsch. And then I didn't put anybody else because... Uh, whatever. This yeah, was,
3: everybody else is kind of minor.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, except for... Was it Holly or uh, what Mindy? Was Mindy is
4: Mindy who you're thinking of? Well, who's the, the other? Who is the other killer? Oh, Amber. Amber,
2: that was it. Yeah, I didn't put her down for some reason. I don't know. I just she
4: was in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. In yeah. Weirdly identical uh-huh. thing, right? Hmm.
2: Yeah. And she gets set oh, on um, fire Gina. apparently.
4: Yeah. She was Thank one of you. the um the killers like at oh, the she end. Was? Yeah. She's oh. the one that Brad Pitt lights on fire.
3: Okay, yeah. the only person I can ever remember during that
4: scene is Maya Hawke. Oh shit, I forgot Maya Hawke was in that.
2: Yeah. I like Maya Hawke. I think she's a very good actress.
4: Yeah. I, like, she should love be. her, love the legacy she comes from. Yep. Like it's good.
2: Yeah, there's good. a Ethan Hawk movie coming out. I want to see what it's called, like Black Phone or something like Fuck that. Yes. I yeah. cannot
3: wait to watch that movie. Yeah.
2: And it's been pushed back again, so we'll see whenever it comes out. But
4: Oh, did you guys uh Uh, Since this was a theater movie, you guys haven't covered anything this recent, right?
2: No, this is our first actual, like, new release movie that we're doing, Um, and we just figured we'd get on the train, because it seems like every podcast in existence right now is covering this movie, so we figured, let's get on it
4: we're not which is ironic. <laughs> wow. the, yeah, I know. A little um, embarrassing guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, we we like to do series. We do one movie at a time for like a longer series. So, that's going to be one we're going to have to devote some attention to um, sure. the screen franchise as a whole. Uh, but can we can we talk trailers for a second because there's a new Ty west movie coming oh, out. Oh, we were talking about
2: this before yeah, we got I, on. Yeah. I cannot
3: wait for that. Yeah, I'm so Ty excited. West. Ty West is so fucking good, dude. I cannot believe he's not had such a good career as a director. He's been like, like why is it forever?
1: Why don't people talk about him the way they talk about Ari Aster? Like he is right there. If you ask me. Yeah,
3: he dude. Is, House, of, a, it's, it's House of the devil is got, so good.
4: He's got so much more um, like slow burns. I think Ari Aster definitely like I, his stuff is not super fast paced, but it's got that tension right there from the start. Whereas like for sure, if, if you look at um, what's the, the one you really like? Midsummer. House of the devil? Oh,
0: no, never house mind.
2: Of, You're talking about house of the devil. Oh, yeah. Like
4: that one, like it's tense, but it's not any more tense than your typical. That,
3: that's a movie where slasher, absolutely like, nothing happens for like 90 minutes. But yeah, then, it,
4: it gets really good when she gets to the house. Like, well, no, it, it, it kind house, of meanders a little bit, but the like. There's
3: like nothing that's going on.
4: It's much more of a slow burn. It's engaging to watch. And I'm not arguing that at all, but it's very different from Ari Aster where it's like, okay, well, there's stuff happening. Things feel a little bit weird. Um, it, it's different. It's different. In terms of pacing. You have to
1: be like a, almost Kevin Smithy. Like, you have to like talking heads. You have to like dialogue. Uh, stuff. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: You know, as opposed to like Ari Aster where it's like, you know shit is fucked up right from the get-go. Yeah,
4: yeah. exactly. I, I never, I never in my life would have dreamed comparing Ty West to Kevin Smith, but you're not that far off, honestly.
1: <laughs> I just, I just think that the the way that it's, you know, you have to think about the, yeah,
4: it's very slice of life.
1: Yeah, yeah, the yeah, you know, the the innkeepers is is where I'm really drawing that comparison. It's a really mm-hmm. good one. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, like it's almost like a Kevin Smith horror movie. If if, if more than Red State, even like
2: honestly,
4: have you seen Tusk?
2: Oh my god! I was just gonna say it. I,
4: just,
1: <laughs> I don't know what to think about that
4: movie. To be honest, you haven't seen you. it though. I love it. It's I love Tusk so too. Fucking stupid, and it's so messed up. And I'm not normally a huge fan of body horror, but it's so—it's just so fucking weird. And I think I just—I have such a love for Kevin Smith. Anyway, so I the kind of reason
2: why it. that movie wow. to me is okay. so good is because they commit to it. It's not like yeah, exactly. a exactly right. It's not like all right. We're gonna make fun of this. We're gonna do this. No, it's a horror movie that knows what it is. This motherfucker turns people into a walrus. Like it <laughs> well, happens, okay, no, and it's, it's amazing. Our
4: earlier discussion of camp where you can have camp where you know you're doing camp, or you yeah. can have camp where you play it straight.
2: Exactly. This and knows
4: is camp where you play it straight.
2: And I want to say before it goes off the rails at the end, that movie is horrific. Like the whole part where he meets the old guy.
4: It's horrific when it goes off the rails at the end too. Shit, his girlfriends there feeding him raw fish with Haley Joel (laughs) Osment.
2: Okay, true. (laughs) But what I'm saying is before it goes where some people will say this is ridiculous, it's a scary psychological movie. When he wakes up in that wheelchair and he's just sitting there massaging that bone or whittling it down or whatever he's doing... And he goes, oh, yeah, there was a spider that bit you, and we, we had to remove your leg, and blah, 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 blah. He's literally massaging the bone that he took out of his leg in front of him without, like, batting an eye. It's so fucking wild.
1: Yeah, it's fucked up. I would argue that it does, like, what it's doing, whatever the fuck you want to call it. The same thing as the human centipede, except it does it better. Like, it embraces that fucking bizarre weirdness even better. Yeah, oh
2: yeah. Just, uh, Kevin Smith knows how to make a good movie, regardless of what it is. And we could could throw out one other movie out of his catalog that we're not going to talk about that is a terrible fucking movie called Yoga Hosers. Nobody needs to watch that. The only (laughs) redeemable quality about that movie is the fact that Johnny Depp's in that Just like he was in Tusk, playing the same character, and that character is amazing. Whatever I can't remember his name was, but he's playing a French Canadian uh, detective. It's gold. But I didn't even know that was Johnny Depp until like somebody was like, "You know that's Johnny Depp, right?" I was like,
3: "What?" I feel like that's like ninety percent of Johnny Depp's movie roles. (laughs)
2: Like in the credits, you
1: find out it's Johnny Depp.
2: True, very true. Johnny
1: Depp and Gary Oldman, like they're they're chameleons. Yeah.
2: Getting back to Scream, the new one, it was produced by Spyglass Media Group and Project X Entertainment and it was distributed by Paramount Pictures. It is rated Word. R for strong bloody violence, language throughout and some sexual references. What were the sexual references? I don't
1: I don't even remember them.
2: Um
3: I think it's um maybe because uh, there was two girls uh, making
2: out
4: when it's, when it's, uh, Liv was dry humping her boyfriend yeah, Chad her on the I couch. Yeah. Um and I then guess. Mindy talking about hooking up with uh what's her face?
2: Yeah, I mean you take out the one knife sequence with the neck, and I don't think this is a rated R movie.
4: I don't know. There it's are a, a few pretty movie. gory gory doubts. Yeah,
3: so we're we're full on like spoiler free, right? I mean we can like spoiler, spoiler whatever free
2: whatever you wanna say.
3: Uh well, fucking dewey's whole thing was
1: very Shit. brutal yeah yeah i think i think the kills in this movie are particularly brutal for even for the stream franchise um yeah oh, they turned sure. it up uh,
4: judy Hicks, her death right there in the broad daylight and then her son wallows Wes. yeah Wes. getting fucking dude
3: the, i don't know what they did they had to have done like that had to be practical effects where they like stuck the knife through his cheek and it's just like going up against the door that's such a good No shot. it's uh, through his neck. Is it through his neck? Okay.
4: Yeah, it's yeah, through yeah. his neck. Yeah. So I actually
2: I looked that up and it's it's a realistic neck piece but the actual knife blade itself is CG. So oh, okay. I wonder if they and just I, had like a green stick that went in there to move it around or whatever, just so it was safe or something, and they just replaced it with a CG knife and everything. But That
3: makes sense. Yeah. The
2: one thing I want to say, we we just touched on it, Dewey's death scene. If that's to believe me that that's Amber in the scream get up, ghost face. How
4: many push-ups yeah. is she doing?
2: She <laughs> is, every time I see her on screen, she looks like she's four foot eight, Okay. <laughs> She is towering <laughs> over fucking Dewey in this scene. She is overpowering him in okay. this scene. I know Dewey's Here's- old, and he kind of has a limp, and he's gotten stabbed how many times? I hadn't
1: thought of that. Motherfucker, that she that picks
2: off. him up with a knife in the fucking front and the knife in the back and just rips him up. The, fr- the- It would never happen. Hold
4: on. Hold on. So nope. we went to Scarefest uh, in October here in Lexington. It's a uh, horror convention, like Comic-Con, but horror and paranormal-based.
1: Mm-hmm. Is that, does that happen um, every
4: year? Yeah. Yes. Since oh, like 2008. Yeah.
1: Is it, and it's really cool? It's oh,
4: so yeah. much fun. But here's okay. the thing. All of these iconic horror killers are fucking tiny. Well, okay. They are short as shit.
3: But no, I see the point that he's talking about because like... No, I get it. You Amber looks tiny. But this is something that I think about pretty much any time I watch a screen movie because they don't have the actual people who are killers, like, That's true. Play, That's true. Up, they have a completely different actor play Ghostface. right? And I'm, they're always a different height.
4: But right. I'm also just saying Danny Trejo is shorter than me. Well, and Danny Trejo never is fucking that small. By watching but certain, Danny certain Trejo movies.
2: is not Ghostface. What I'm saying is, look at the first movie, right? You have Billy Loomis and whatever the fuck his name, Matthew Lillard, right? Yeah. They look to be Steve the Walker. same... Right, sorry. I just It's Matthew Lillard in my head, I'm sorry. Um They just look to be... It doesn't matter who's in the Ghostface getup. I can believe them overpowering people or being faster than them or pushing them down or body checking them or headbutting them, doing whatever. I believe that. In this movie, Randy Quaid is like Randy Quaid, Jack Quaid, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Independence Day. We're back, boys. Um, I'm seeing him as like six foot, you know, whatever. Again, I watch a lot of the boys. I've seen every episode at least twice. He's not a big dude, but he's not fucking four foot tall like this girl is so you look at one of them in because they're saying that they're taking turns in it right so if you look at the beginning scene of this movie and it's to be you know thought that jack quaid his name in the movie richie is in wherever they're in california right with the when at the beginning of the Polarama or whatever that's california is it not they say that Yeah. yeah right okay so where is woodsboro from california
3: in California, right? yeah,
2: yeah, but how far away is it? Right? I know no, they drive it's there, distance. sure. So,
4: I, like, I honestly, though, I would believe it if it was Amber that was in the costume, too. I mean, I know that there was this, but who's to taking to the
2: video business. of her outside of her room? Dude, I think
4: a I've, got, message. I've got three tripods sitting right behind travis it didn't look like a tripod though it
2: was moving because i remember thinking in the theater like okay somebody's actually moving this around so somebody had to be there filming her outside her room right cool i think that that was
3: that was a because it was just a video message, sent, so we don't necessarily have a date on it. I think it's something that maybe Jack mm. Quaid could have
2: filmed. Okay. Okay. Beforehand. Sure. Sure. Also, Listen. you could have right. like
4: done like a whole rigging thing with like a string on the bottom of the tripod, and she could be pulling it with her foot. True. Like, yeah.
2: Okay. I'll, go, I'll give. I'll up give, give that
4: off the top of my head. Sure.
2: These people are crazy. They can come up with some crazy contraptions to make whatever they're trying wait, wait, to do. Wait. 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 I, I get I it. Are
4: you saying I'm crazy? I didn't I just say came that. Up with that. I didn't say that. <laughs>
2: What I'm saying is, no, I said, (laughs) these people are crazy. You're, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ingenuity. You have ingenuity to come up with things on the spot. You're creative, right?
4: You sound just like my therapist. Oh God.
2: So (laughs) (laughs) I've been told I should be a therapist sometimes. If only I could learn how to talk and get my words out better. Um, so you have that. And then the person who is obviously attacking, uh, Ortega, um, Tara, in her house has to be the girl if it's not so far away for uh, Jack Quaid to drive that distance in the night so I don't see that little girl attacking another little girl looking at the same height because they're not unless it's camera angles it looks like the person in the ghost face costume is way taller than the little girl being attacked and obviously she gets overpowered easily
4: we never see them standing up next to each other. Though. Well, that's what I'm just saying. There's that's some weird the thing camera thing. angles. It's all relative, too, is it, it's a big part of it. And that's what I was saying about the whole thing with meeting all of these horror icons at Scarefest is that you think that they're going to be huge, looming people because of what you see on screen, but they're really not.
2: Yeah, but, um, but again, that's movie magic, right? Back. You're supposed yeah. to see them as being bigger than they actually are, just like wrestling, well, right? People look big on tv they look like they got huge fucking muscles whatnot you see them in person and you're like oh you're fucking five foot five
3: i see what you're saying though about like the whole thing with dewey though like taking it back to that her supposedly like wrestling with dewey like her with somebody the size of dewey dewey's gonna and dewey did like overpower her but like it was a pretty good fight there for a little bit until he shot her Right. Dewey's got know? old man
1: strength. Like you can yeah, exactly.
2: Now, I yeah. get it if, if Jack gets um overpowered in that scene because obviously he's the other killer, so it's fine. Like he's playing that up, right? Because he's there as well. But Dewey literally gets overpowered, and she when she gets up after being shot, she's taller than Dewey. Like <laughs> yeah. and then just stabs him in the front and then all around in the back. And there's that scene where she's just ripping up through him. She's taller than Dewey, and
3: it—that's a—that's a thing that I, I mean. Even if you take it back to Scream too, you had Billy's mom. That was right, one of
2: the killers. right, right. I
3: mean, it's it's just kind of like a thing that happens. They always have somebody. I, I wish that they would put the people that are. Um, that are actually playing the killers, like, under the suit, because, like, that would be a little bit more
4: I get why they have infested. to do it from a stunt person that, from a stunt we'll person are, like, perspective, though, because Ghostface is always getting the shit kicked out of you them. You can
3: get somebody yeah. close to their size that's, like, a, an actual stunt actor. They're, like, there's so many people that do stunts out in Hollywood. You know?
4: I agree. I'm, I'm not saying I would I say I'm just saying, like, from a cost-saving perspective, I'm sure they're just, like... You boy, come here.
2: Yeah. Right. You can't be Tom think, Cruise trying to do your own stunts decision. and breaking your fucking ankle, and everybody goes shit. I guess we're shut down for six weeks while well, you fucking you know get your shit fixed.
1: I think it's a creative decision to choose a, a killer who's imposing. I I think this is if if I, if Brent was here, he would say embrace the cheese. In those moments, like you're, he would say you're thinking about it too hard. And uh, but but
2: the reason why I'm thinking about it too hard is because this movie is trying to be serious at times. So and I have I, to take it serious. I will not serious.
1: disagree with you, and I will say it's one of the
2: flaws of this movie. Right? You, you know what I mean. You
4: have to look at other movies that do those types of things intentionally to throw you off the trail.
2: No, I, Just yeah, think I about, get it.
4: Think about Sleepaway Camp. That's, that was a whole big thing when the remastered 4K came out. Was that you all of a sudden stuff, you can yeah. see that it's not. Angela in the doorway when Judy gets killed. It's cousin Ricky in a wig cousin because Ricky. in the original movie, the way the lighting and everything was you just made
3: that sound so fucking backwards. Cousin Ricky. Well, <laughs>
4: I but I love cousin Ricky though. He oh, yeah, the he's the best. Yeah. He's like one of my top five horror characters of all time. Um But like they intentionally did that so that way there would be the right height and silhouette and whatever to throw the audience off. It was an intentional choice on the director's part. And given what Scream as a franchise is, I can't believe that they didn't consider that, like, oh, well, these heights don't match up, but it's okay because that's part of what this movie is. They even yeah. do the show
3: Michael Myers. Like, whenever he gets demasked in the original, they, give, they have somebody else play him when he gets demasked.
2: Well
4: oh,
3: really?
2: l- Let's yeah. bring it back to... Book to Star Sorry. Wars, right? I mean, Darth Vader, that's not the fucking, the voice, right? Obviously. That's he, what I've been thinking yeah. the whole yeah. time. David Krause. Right.
1: Prowse right.
2: Playing him. But he's on on set, mouthing the words and saying whatever. You can watch some behind-the-scenes shit and it's hilarious because he has such a high voice compared to, um, <laughs> God damn it, why can't James I think Earl of his Jones. name?
4: James Earl Jones. Thank yeah. you, James
2: Earl Jones, right? So it's just a funny thing to hear a voice coming ben? out of Darth Vader that's completely different, so
4: you know uh speaking of star wars and funny things uh it. uh have you all read the whole thing about ewan mcgregor making lightsaber sound effects yes yes it was on the screen as yeah. obi-wan and they could like they couldn't get him to stop enough to try and like not have to edit around it
2: right it's hilarious i mean how why wouldn't you be doing that right like you're having so much fun fuck it
4: oh for sure
2: playing duel of fates whatever uh, I do want to bring up, since we're talking about Star Wars, something that they bring up in this movie when they're you know, talking about the requels or whatever or all these movies that are happening around this and why people are mad at whatever. And they, they name drop... Well, they don't name drop him, but they say the director of Knives Out and then they say the sequel of Star Wars. They're really talking about the fan backlash from the second new trilogy Star Wars movie, The Last Jedi... Is it The Last Jedi? No. Uh, what
3: the fuck is that?
2: It? I it's, think, I it think it's the Last Jedi. Last
3: the Last ride. Jedi is after the
1: Force there's Awakens. The of the
2: remakes? Right, right, because the last one's the something Skywalker, some shit, or I, I can't even. Oh, oh, the last Skywalker. Jedi, Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker.
4: Yeah, yeah. Right. Right.
2: Force Awakens, Last that, Jedi. So yeah, I'm, so it's Rain Johnson. They're basically calling out, and there was huge fan backlash for what he did to the second movie, and I liked what he did. I didn't like the movie. But I like what he did because he took the Star Wars formula and turned it on its head and basically said, Oh, this character who is supposed to be this big time whatever person with all this shit and blah blah blah. No, they're nobody. And that means that anybody could be the star of this, you know, franchise or whatever. It's a nobody.
1: I he's like a, Yeah, that. he's just another flawed person.
2: Exactly, right? They took yeah, right. Rey, and they basically said, in the first movie, there's all these hints that she could be a Skywalker, and blah, 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 and all this shit, and Rain Johnson goes, fuck that. She's nobody. Why does it have to be a Skywalker? Why do why can't I we be it. different? I, that's what I want to see, and why I really like The Mandalorian and this new Book of Boba Fett, because it's not about Skywalker anymore. It's not about you know Luke and Leia or Han and, and Chewie. It's about something else in the Star Wars universe, so... I I was
4: honestly one of those that I liked the second entry in the new trilogy. Yeah, no, I liked it too. I
2: just didn't like the ending of it, but that's a whole nother fucking podcast episode, whatever. What I'm trying to say is in that moment, I thought they were being so meta that they were going to change up the scream formula that, okay, Sidney Prescott got called, whatever she's not there anymore. You know, she's not going to come back. That's my complaint. Right. Or Dewey's sitting there going, it's the fucking love interest. It's always the love interest. Look at him. I'm like, okay, he's fucking saying what's going to happen in this movie. It's so on the nose, it's probably what it is. But now she just said uh, about Star Wars, they're going to do something completely different. So it set my expectations way high for what the movie ended up doing. And what the movie ended up doing was a complete rehash of scream at the end, they're in the same house. Sydney Prescott is there. Fucking uh, Gail is there, and the killer. They're in the fucking you know the the same kitchen, and they do everything kind of the same, and double taps them at the end, and all this shit. Like, I just wanted there to be something different to set up if this was I mean, gonna be more movies. Down to Randy too. That's I what mean, I'm saying. Whole Randy's repeated. Right, so. That was dumb to me too. She's on the fucking couch. I I like the fact that we're watching Stab. You know what I mean? We're seeing scenes from Stab, but she's literally watching the fucking scene in which somebody dies in the same way.
4: I thought she was going to turn around before that. I thought she was going to be like, turn around, turn around, turn around. And she was going to like turn around. Yeah, that's That's what what I thought was going to happen. That's what I wanted.
2: I wanted there to be a flipped script on everything that they were showing us, but then they just went, nope, we're just going to do that. Like, the, her twin who goes outside basically saying, I'm smarter than this. I'm not going to be, you know, whatever. And then he just gets fucking killed by being dumb. Like, hey, let me find, let me follow this, this fucking app that you survived. just sent me. Okay, well, he gets stabbed like 17 times in the back.
1: You know what this movie is, I'm just realizing? It's a less funny, scary movie.
2: I was going to say it earlier. I was going to say that scary movie is one of the better... It, it, this is going to sound really bad. Scary movie is a better horror whodunit movie than some of the Scream movies because you don't know it's Dewey at the end. Or what? The, sorry, it's not Dewey. Doofus. What, it's Doofus.
1: Which, again, is just another parody of the usual suspects. But sure. Yeah.
2: Well, I, if you watch the original Scream, you think it's Dewey the entire time, right? So that's why in Scary movie, they make it as Doofus or Doofy. Yeah, Doofy. That's what it was. Not Doofy. Doofy. Special
1: Officer Doofy. Show him some respect. I'm sorry.
2: You're right. (laughs) Be in my room again, Mom.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
4: We yeah. chit chatted with Dave Sheridan for a little while at ScareFest. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. He came over and like we just chit chatted about our dogs. He was
3: in full doofy. Yeah, uh, he was he in full come.
4: doofy costume, that's and he amazing. was like, "Yeah." Like we started talking about our dogs for whatever reason, and we were just talking about like our dogs getting scared at stupid things. He's like, "Yeah, if I wear a hoodie, my dog barks at me." <laughs> so that's <laughs> what I take away the from talking. Dog.
0: talking with All
1: Jared. right.
3: <laughs> yeah we yeah it was really cool like we were special waiting officer
1: on Doofy reporting yeah. For yeah. yeah. did you uh. tell him to stop sticking his dick in the vacuum <laughs> <laughs> No, Perfect.
4: we were honestly because he was um he was in the booth next to felissa rose and she like had the shortest line she'd had in days and we we're like okay we're gonna wait in line for her and he didn't have anybody in line at that time, so he just, like, hopped over and was just, like, chit-chatting with people. He was actually asking Travis about his nails. Like, he was just like, hey, what's... Well, what's I think we were, yeah. we were
3: dressed as, like, Scream characters. I think. Yeah, we that's true, as too. were dressed Drew Barrymore. I was Ghostface. Yeah. So. Yeah, Casey yeah.
4: Becker. I was dressed as Casey Becker.
3: Whatever. Drew Barrymore. Man.
4: I would never <laughs> pretend that I look anything like Drew Barrymore. Yeah, but I looks like Casey Becker. So.
3: Um, yeah, but we were... Yeah, we were marathoning uh, the whole series before we watched this one, and it never dawned on me until this most recent rewatch that Dewey was actually suspected to be the killer in the first one. Which, like, I, I got the cues a little bit more this time watching it. But um, yeah, to yeah, me, I that first really
2: movie sets on. up Dewey as the killer throughout the whole. Well, maybe not throughout the whole movie, but like towards the back half, you're like, oh fuck, it's obviously Dewey, and then Yeah obviously it's not. But I mean, sure. So Scream twenty twenty two. Uh, The runtime on this guy is 114 minutes. I don't think it's too long. I think it's maybe like five minutes too long.
4: Yeah, I think there are a couple of moments with pacing issues. I think, um, what is it? Uh, hmm, Who's the character? Like, you could have cut his character out completely. Kyle Gowner, the creepy guy. Yeah,
2: like that made no sense to me too, other than a throwaway, throwaway line where she's just like, yeah, he's related to whatever. And I was like, okay. So yeah, why like is he there? Other... Thing,
4: other than to further draw the Stu Mocker line that apparently a lot of people were so convinced he was still alive. And to give us a great um diegetic inclusion of red right hand.
3: Yeah, that was really cool. oh,
4: yeah. that's nice. It was definitely missing from Scream Four. That's probably they my that Scream they didn't do it in Scream 4. Oh, that's that's my enough. only complaint about Scream 4 is that I there's no red right hand.
2: Well, the only other thing I'll say is there was some a cool, like, uh, cinematography moment where, you know, he's on the ground and then you see um, uh, Ghostface's silhouette on the wall. That was kind of cool, like, you know.
4: The scene was really cool. I liked it. I enjoyed watching it. In the movie as a whole, I don't it was really just, fucking get it. Yeah, it was uh-huh. just kind of dumb.
2: Unless it's setting up the fact that, okay, maybe that one girl with red hair or the boyfriend, the other twin... Yeah, Maybe they have motive they there. That, okay. And like, yeah.
4: Here's the thing, too, though. I'll be interested when this comes out on um, home media what deleted scenes, alternate endings, whatever, whatever there are because sure. I did not love the ending of Halloween Kills. We got our 4K in the mail this week, so we watched it the other night.
2: Hold on. Before you say it, George, George hasn't seen it yet, so don't spoil okay, I'm anything. Not, I'm not going to spoil yeah.
4: anything. I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm just going to say the alternate ending we got on it's the an extended disc. It's, it's yeah. Extended alternate, whatever. I would have loved to see that so much more in theaters. Evil sort of the Dies Tonight. People
1: are mad that it's not like the canon ending.
4: Yeah. So. I don't yeah, know. I, 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 and so I'm going to be interested to see what's included once we have all of this extra stuff available at home. Yeah, and no, I'm not I, saying whether that's right or wrong. For like, I think there's a lot of arguments that can be made between like theatrical and director cuts, and what's a true canon for a franchise or whatever. But I, I just I would be interested to see what else they had planned and filmed and ready to go.
2: Yeah, I mean, I really like the original Halloween that they came out with for these the next whatever thing, right? I did. I yeah. just I couldn't get into the the new one. Halloween's Kills was just oh it was really God. bad to me.
3: I fucking love Halloween Kills. Travis
4: is the only person I've uh, spoken to that likes Halloween Kills. I'm, I'm like, just like a... that loves it. I liked it. I did not love it. It was several levels weaker than Halloween 2018.
2: I just, I was... I'm glad to
1: hear anything positive because I want to see it so bad. And, like, I, I have just heard so many negative things. And I'm like, no, man. Like, it. I, I need that movie to be good for some reason. I love well, Halloween.
4: Not, it's not a bad movie. I think what hurts it is that Halloween 2018 was so good.
1: I'm not gonna lie, I fucking hate the end of Halloween 2018.
2: Wait, because he's still... Never mind.
1: You are five feet from him with a fucking shotgun. Blow his fucking head off. Just do it.
3: Oh, happening this. uh, And scream also, like the whole fucking (laughs) thing with every time.
2: Well, I mean, okay, Okay, he goes back and says it, but you're right there. Why move away from him just to come back? Like shoot him in the fucking head or her, right? Yeah. Or whatever.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Like the whole thing. That's, just, that's the really movie really they bad. had a maid five minutes into the movie. They find out who the killer is. They blast his head, but he keeps coming back. Okay. turns out like half the fucking town is like in on it. Somehow there's some weird cult. I don't know. I'm just saying,
2: well, you know what? That, that brings me into something I wanted to talk about. And that's the fact that why is Ghostface always coming back? You know what I mean? Like, why does all these people go, you know what? I'm going to go crazy, but I'm going to use the ghost face mask. You know what I mean? Or it made more sense when they were going after Sidney Prescott because that's what they did, whatever. But in this movie, okay, we're going to use it because they've made these stab movies that are shitty. So we're going to make our own version of stab and make it better so they can use this to make a better movie. But yeah, I I get it. But like, do something else. If you're going to be crazy, there's other movies out there.
1: Because they didn't commit to the to the meta analysis this time. They didn't commit.
2: It just felt like a shoehorned idea to bring Ghostface back. And I get that like in go in in the Scream universe, Ghostface isn't like Michael Myers or, or, you know, Jason Voorhees where there's not that supernatural type maybe thing there where he just keeps coming back. That would have been kind of a weird, cool thing to do in this, and I'm not saying it would work, but Change up the formula a little bit and get meta, and be like, "Hey, guess what? Ghostface is fucking dead, and you can't kill Ghostface
4: him." Ghostface is a ghost, right? You
2: Ghostface. know what I mean? Well, like,
1: what, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, what if there's a weird cult in the town? Like, it turns out there's like hundreds of people involved. Like, yeah, or, or just something something like bigger a whole, than like, just a
4: Wicker Man type situation. Yes,
1: yeah, something bigger. Yes, take take the hereditary or Wicker Man direction with it. You know, make it weird and culty. And do an elevated horror movie, but do it better.
4: You know what? And that would have been cool if, like, all of the friend group, like... Were they were people, all the killers. On the subreddit, they were all from Dreadit. Like, that would be cool.
2: So you guys have seen it. the Fear Street movies, right? That came out on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. So how cool would it have been if it was sort of like that, where there's somebody resurrecting a dead ghost face? Doesn't matter who it was, right? I don't.
4: You, I don't like well, that. I don't want. A I don't want yeah, exactly. I don't want it to be supernatural. Eh,
1: no, we'll but, just try but we're, we're just throwing ideas I mean out. I'd be into.
2: Okay, I get it. What I, you're saying.
4: I'm yeah. not. I'm not. Super opposed to supernatural movies, but I have certain expectations with them, and I would have felt cheated. Scream, well,
2: yeah, obviously they're they're, all they're all not that. that, but I get what you're saying. And so, I, like, I
4: like this idea with the culty of it being like, honestly, like online hive mind type of cult versus like, I was thinking like cult of thorn. I think Halloween has really scarred me mm. <laughs> the way I think yeah, about, I cult. Think about
2: Yeah, I was thinking more of um, what's the other Shaun of the Dead movie there, George? Um, with the town where everybody's in on all the killings. Oh, oh, uh, Hot fuzz. Okay, how Hot about fuzz. Paranormal
1: Activity 3? You guys know that one? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, is when, that the
4: when one When he opens the, the door
1: at the
2: end, and it's all
1: those witches, there's a whole yeah, cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the best part of that fucking movie. That movie is fucking good. I don't care what anybody says. Now, if they had not done that, and there had been a dozen ghost faces-
2: Ooh.
1: Oh, tell me that weird. wouldn't have been- And then you could set up a I, whole new franchise about that. That would have been a fucking-
4: I ghost. was really hoping in the hospital scene- uh, when the elevator came down, because we know that the one ghost face is there smashed into the... Oh, that it was a ghost face I was in hoping the when theater. the elevator okay. opened, there would be another ghost face, so we would see two on screen at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I said right. the same thing, exactly the same thing, yeah.
2: When,
1: when again, one ghost face is in trouble, the other one steps in.
2: Right, Damn again, it. change it up, do something, you know what I mean, that's different than what you've done in four other movies. And that's why well, I like Scream 4, is it was a little different than the three before it. You know what I mean? Like, there was never that, hey, I'm Sidney Prescott's cousin or whatever, or niece, and she gets other people to do it for her, The whatever her boyfriend or whoever the fuck it was at the time, and then she ends up fucking just killing them. Like, I like that. This movie, to me, just didn't... It just didn't need to happen. I don't know. It just didn't feel like there was a reason for this to go on. And my main complaint... Is the fact you bring back Billy Loomis for nothing?
1: That was really weird. They never commit to to their new uh, to the meta analysis. I take
2: it back. It's for her to say at the end, "Don't fuck with a serial killer's daughter." That's it. That's the whole reason. No, it was stupid.
4: Did they did they de-age Skeet? They did. They definitely did did. because he does not
2: look that crystal smooth. He's, uh, I was like, honestly, he's got some I, was like, I
4: know some people barely age, um, but I was like, that looks dude, too. That dude looks too...
3: older in the original screen movie. I know,
2: <laughs> but I just, I like, okay, it was, it was interesting what they were doing, but there was no payoff, right? If they would have steered into that and then, like, somehow she was the killer the whole time while these other people were doing killings too. Now that, that would
1: have been sick. That's that would've been fucking
2: wild because like, oh, okay, we know who the killer is now. It's these two people, they're killing whatever. And then she goes, Guess what, motherfuckers? I've been killing people too. Fuck you, you're and now dead. Or
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
2: that, that she kills would have been amazing. If she killed Sydney at the end there, when she both of them at the end, when they're oh, looking dude. over the dead body and she just goes, ha, ha, and kills both of them and goes and puts the fucking mask on and just end the movie.
1: Now that's a fucking movie, man. Right. Because yeah,
2: then, well, where that do you go?
4: Right, too, because a lot of people drew comparisons between her and Jamie Lloyd. So if she had put on the ghost face mask at the end, what a clinch that connection oh, right dear. there. I didn't even
3: think about it. I mean, she's like, they straight up. I mean, she's named Sam Loomis now, so she's God named after it. Dr. Loomis from Halloween. Fuck
4: Dr. Loomis! <laughs>
3: she's straight up like a Halloween Fuck character
4: him.
2: Well, to bring this even more crazy, uh, her last name is Sam, uh, Carpenter, right? So oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. I like that meta bullshit that's in one, there. But
4: Yeah, there's, like, all kinds of little references pepper, peppered in there. There was an Elm Street also. Listen, I, I get...
2: Well, the one guy's name is Wes, so, this. yeah, obviously you're gonna... Yeah, that's d- that. But
3: that one I, makes sense, because they are, like, even, like, cheering like four Wests during the movie. So they're basically yeah. like toasting the West like in the middle of the movie, which is kinda <laughs> cool.
2: Right, exactly. But sure.
3: uh like I don't know. I, I feel like I get everybody keeps like putting out these like Carpenter and West Craven references all the time, but like I feel like let's give like new people yeah. you know, like a chance. I, I feel like that Throw stuff's been done an, to death.
4: An Aster well, or I mean, um a uh uh oh god who's what? the witch guy uh what's his fucking name, uh, is his name?
1: Robert Eggers Yes. Thank you.
4: Or well, an Eggers or a um, well, Sean Byrne. Just
1: back to elevator.
2: Yeah, forward. well, I mean the problem is yeah. we're stuck in a society right now that just loves nostalgia, right? These new yeah. people, they're they who cares? I want my nostalgia. We're Well, th- and I
4: think that kind of comes back to our whole discussion earlier about what they're doing the meta references to, because um like what is trendy comes in waves of approximately Thirty years or so, like yep. three decades yep. worth. So when we're looking at right now, like think back to the nineties first yeah. installment of Fear Street. Yep, it was an homage to nineties. Mm-hmm. So many, like so much of that aesthetically was like a love letter to the nineties. And I think when you look at this well, the whole movie, opening of that it,
2: movie was Scream. If you think about it, exactly, yeah, exactly.
4: Right. Like down to Maya Hawk being the like most well known well I mean the, the guy's person. wearing
2: a, a a suit just like it instead of the ghost face it's just a skull face. It's exactly. like
3: the same as that kill as the yeah. Drew
4: Barrymore kill, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. So I, I honestly though what I would have loved is like some sort of meta commentary and I was kinda like there was like a half hope I knew they weren't gonna do this. But because it's such a fucking played out trope oh, of like okay. oh you're uh you're doing the killing, but you don't realize it because you're having some sort of psychotic break or whatever. Oh, no, I didn't and want I would have loved it no, if I she had this it. moment and she was like, oh, shit, I've been doing these killings. It was me. And we had, like, this whole series of flashbacks, but then she finds out she's wrong. Like, for it to just be completely like, no, that's oh. done to death. Like, we don't Is need that, that, that twist. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Like, she no, thinks she's having meta. a psychotic sure. break, but then she's actually not. She's only psychotic thinking that. And then it's yeah a, yeah, a flat okay I I'm on board with that just because what you just said yeah this has been done to death already I just like again I wanted something new and different I just didn't want Scream One again,
1: but that's what they did that's what they did they I think that for okay uh, you know earlier um we said you know it's it's not unfair to compare these to these elevated horror movies quote unquote it's, yeah because the movie does it literally name drops them it's asking you to do that.
2: Oh yeah, okay. The thing I did idea. like at the end is when the girl says, "I still prefer the Babadook." I was like, "All right, that's such a fuck you moment for these you know writers to put that in there."
1: Honestly, they're mm-hmm. they're saying fuck you to themselves. That's like, a, yeah, I prefer the the elevated horror movies to the fucking like they're literally saying that about their own movie. Well, and it's the, the thing same is, thing the Matrix did honestly, like, right? They're exactly. basically just saying, like, this movie doesn't need to exist if you ask me.
2: So, these like, movies that we're talking about, elevated horror movies, the reason why they're, why they're always going to be a little bit better is they make you feel something, you know what I mean? Where, yeah, okay, a scary movie, you feel scared, but like, hereditary, we talked about it on the episode we had. I, I think it's s- our highest
1: rated movie, still,
2: it is, but oh, yeah, it's one of those things that it makes you feel shit you don't even want to think about. You know what I mean? While you're watching it, where a scary movie, you know what you're going to... Oh, I'm scared because there was a jump scare or that's disgusting or whatever, where Hereditary just makes you feel disgusting. You know what I mean? I'm
3: going to be honest. Hereditary was probably the only movie in theaters that my jaw actually dropped. I I know which part it is. It's
2: definitely her head hitting the fucking attic. Exactly. Holy
3: shit. I was just like, holy shit. There
4: was so much about that movie that that was... Uh, Here's the thing, I love Ari Aster and you know sometimes like when you're like, I love this creative person, I would love to have a beer with them. I don't want to have a beer with Ari Aster because I feel like we're going to get too depressed and like talk (laughs) over our childhood traumas together. Like It's going to be a bad time, you know? (laughs) (laughs) He has been through some shit the way he captures grief the way he does. Oh, dude, that dinner scene
2: in that movie is so well done, and you know that you can't just do that. You have to be gone through it so much. That whole her
4: maniacally waking everybody up in the middle of the night to do it. To do that ritual, like I've been through that in my life, and oh. I was like, I, "This is this is too real for me." Like I, I, I'm uncomfortable. I'm in this movie, and I don't want to be. I did not consent to this. Not only
3: that, <laughs> but like the whole part where he, like, whenever that his sister dies in the car, and he like doesn't react and he just sits there and drives home. So many people. I've seen so many people take issue with that. No way. And, That's like, so well. What do you do? Exactly. You're processing it. You don't know what's happening. Like you have no reaction. You just like. That's that a felt totally, very real
2: to me. He's totally in shock. That's what that dotted, is. He doesn't 100%, 100%. know what to do at that point. Yeah. And then through the rest of the movie, it's PTSD for the demon to come in and take over him. Like, it's so exactly. well fucking done.
4: Yes.
1: So if you're going to talk shit about elevated horror, do something better then.
2: Thank you. That's, that's where I'm getting like, at.
1: Prove, prove it, you know?
4: Here's like, otherwise, video. why
1: even bring it up?
4: I like that they did that because... You can like elevated horror and you can like stupid, dumb slashers. And I think my takeaway from this is that there's space to like both. And this whole dividing line between the two of them is fucking stupid. I agree. I I think think
1: the movie, I think you stated that better than the movie did. The movie should have said what you just said. Instead, the movie, I think, tried to talk shit about elevated horror and rather than address its own place amongst, you know, the current horror uh, landscape, if you will.
2: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Like, I wanted a better message than, well, let's just scream again, Fuck it.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much what they said. They were like, oh, I guess we're just going to do the same thing. It's like, you're going to talk shit, and then just do the same thing again. Then don't talk shit.
4: For me, watching this movie felt a lot like when we played Mario Odyssey, because there were some new elements, but it really wasn't any new ground, but it was such a love letter to the old fans while give some, giving something to the new fans.
1: At least Mario Odyssey didn't talk shit. That's Ooh. my
0: argument.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like,
3: taking shots at Sonic the entire time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's, funny. That's funny. All right. So let's get back to my notes, because we're, we're we, we keep fast. fucking talking. <laughs> Which is fine. So the release date on this, obviously, is this week that we're in. Well, I guess not anymore. We're on Sunday. But it was January 14th, 2022. still feels weird. It was weird.
4: my birthday present. Oh, well, happy so birthday it to you. They definitely knew it was meant for me. So.
2: They, yeah, good. Good yeah. job. Uh, <laughs> it was filmed September 23rd, 2020 through November 17th, 2020. Again that was
4: like a really short filming period.
2: Well... What happens in this movie? Because they don't go to very many different places. Uh, there's so not true. a lot of set pieces that happen. There's not a lot of like big things. I mean, they're in a hospital. They're at one house. They're at another house, and then they're at the ending house.
4: I guess that is true.
2: You know. So I mean, I wow. oh, sorry. They're I mean, in Dewey's trailer. That, that I forgot. Wasn't a lot. They went to Dewey's trailer too. I'm sorry. <laughs> It was uh They film. had Sydney
4: yep. running on the boardwalk with a baby stroller.
2: Oh they did. A baby.
4: Which they had with deck Detective Kincaid.
2: Yeah, I was wondering yeah. if it was because they kinda hinted it, right? Like they said the first name, that was it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, kinda cool. Yeah,
4: I we were we rewatched all the movies this week, as you know, everybody did. And the ending of Scream Three is just so fucking funny when everybody is at her house. Oh, and the doors and open. Like, and no I... I mean, the door opening and her not reacting to it is stupid. Um, But, like, when they're like, hey, let's go watch this movie. And he's just like, hey, Sid. Yeah. Like, let's go watch this movie. It's so weird. Like, why why the fuck is he part
3: of this friend group
4: now? Like, he's got no friends because he's got no friends. He's been married to the job. He's seen too much shit. He's got too much trauma. And now he can, like trauma bond but in a different way with somebody else that's what it is it's a codependent relationship maybe
2: he's a real cool dude and we just don't know because they didn't show it <laughs> maybe i don't know but this movie the new screen was filmed in california and north carolina i don't know what would have been in north carolina
4: yeah All i'd it, be curious I to know which scenes were in north carolina
2: Yeah. So, all right, we're getting to a a section here that we do on our podcast every week, which is the budget. So the weird thing with this is, obviously, we do normally older movies, which we know the budget and we know the box office that it got. So what I want to do, I want to guess the budget for the new movie and the original Scream. And then we're going to go and guess the overall box office of the original Scream. And then we'll talk about how much money this movie has made Over this weekend. So. What do we think the budget of the new scream was? I'm going to go to George. I'm going to go George first. I'll let you guys think.
1: I don't know, man. Uh, Maybe.
2: There's not a lot that happens in this movie. There's there's you know what I mean? Like.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe 30 million, like maybe maybe 30 million. Like nobody is even commanding it. There's not a lot of special effects. Maybe 30 million. Okay. Just I don't even know why. Because it's a big name for some reason, thirty million.
2: All right, that's fair. What do you guys
3: get? You got some big name actors here, and you're you're getting like some of the cast back. I feel like they probably want to be paid what they're worth for this. Well,
2: let's be real. David Arquette is not going to say, "Hey guys, I'm a huge <laughs> name right <laughs> I'm, now." I'm not coming back, guys. You better but be giving me it. fifteen to twenty million just to show up. He's got he's got integrity. He's got integrity. Uh-huh. He's wrestling right now, by the way. I know, it's so fucking weird. It's awesome, actually. He almost died in the ring. He got his throat slit by a piece of glass accidentally and just...
4: Didn't he do, like, a whole Bob Ross thing and he painted angry little trees?
2: I'm going to get to that in my fun (laughs) facts when we get there, but yes. What
4: the fuck are we talking Uh, about right
2: now? (laughs) David Arquette, the man, (laughs) the myth, and the legend. I need to watch that. I really Tra- want to watch
4: that. Are Travis and I guessing separately?
2: Uh, You can if you want, or you can have one no, guess together. First. No, Travis, there, you go there first. There are no rules here whole, on the decision reel. I
4: have a whole thesis I've got to go She's through. got a
2: thesis. Right. I like this.
3: All right.
4: Can't wait,
2: Can't wait for I,
3: the <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with, uh like, $20 million.
2: All right. Because uh, Yeah, Fair. I mean,
3: you got big names. You got Courtney Cox, which, you know, fucking friends. She's like, I'm getting paid but millions already every year for friends. So Pastor Prime, you know. Yeah.
2: Up. I don't know if she, and she's not really in this movie a lot. It's like she was there a weekend. That's true, yeah.
4: Yeah, but her and her ex-husband had to have that emotional meeting. That's, That's true, true. ten million. Yeah. I don't want to see this motherfucker unless
2: unless that. you pay me ten million, I'll show up.
4: <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So here's my thing. Thesis time. I... I know you're all's format, so I tried not to cheat too much, but okay. I'm also a compulsive IMDb'er.
2: Yeah, it sucks, doesn't so when it? We were,
4: yeah. <laughs> so when we were watching through um, the Scream movies, I noticed for Scream 3 and 4, they were both a budget of $40 million. And granted, those were a while ago.
2: It's very true.
4: Um, and I know that the landscape of horror and the way they're able to film things and the budget of things and how actors, like, you know, all of that, I know that's changed. And I... Also, know again because of you all that a movie has to make back what three times its budget to be considered uh profitable, yes, pretty for sure. sure right? And I know just from being active on the internet that everybody was looking towards that roughly 36 million box office for opening weekend. Granted, that's opening weekend, not overall box office, yep. So, I think with all of that combined. <laughs> I'm gonna guess fifteen million.
2: Okay, so the overall budget of the new Scream is twenty-four million.
1: Wow. Okay.
2: A little higher than I thought. I was with Trav here with like twenty. I was thinking like, all right, it can't be huge. Twenty-four. All right, whatever. But you got to think, Courtney Cox, Pastor Prime, Nev Campbell. What the fuck is she doing right now? Uh, Dude,
4: Courtney Cox is in her 60s, and she looked fucking amazing. Do not call her Pastor Prime.
2: She looked good in uh, The Longest Yard, and then she got some bad plastic surgery and then got it fixed. So that's all I can see. She just looked like she's wearing a mask. I I hate to say that because I really like her as an actress and everything, but I just can't look past it. So I apologize to Courtney Cox and the Mm. masks she is wearing. But, she's
4: really worried but she's, about She's like 10 years well, older than be. David Arquette. Yeah. So. Good for this David Arquette crazy. then.
2: Or maybe good for her. I don't know. She's robbing the cradle there. <laughs> but yeah, 24 million. So not bad. And then you touched on it. Yeah, the opening weekend so far, this has made 35 million. That's, that's a, a lot. lot. Yeah, that That's yeah. really, that's, that's more than, uh, I believe, Scream 3 made, or sorry, Scream 4 made.
3: Is it really in, like, the entire run? Yeah. How Surprised did the, me. Scream 4
1: was dope. How did
3: that Screen movie bond that Scream 4 was bad? so
4: good. I do, like, I love Scream 4 so much, and I do not understand the people that are so adamant that it's terrible.
2: I think I it's because know. when it came out, people didn't really want to see a Scream movie, and with the people that were in there, I don't know.
4: Dude, I fucking love them. Sorry, him, I take it back.
2: This is more and, than the opening weekend of. Great. Yeah, this is more than the opening weekend of Scream Four. The overall box office of Scream Four was ninety-seven million, but the the good, so. yeah yeah the opening weekend for it was like ten or something. Oh,
3: Scream Five's right? already made like a quarter of that. Okay, <laughs> that's right. pretty crazy.
2: Yeah, I mean, what else is there? Not not to take away from this, but what else is in the theaters right now?
3: Uh, that's a good point. I can't yeah. even think of anything. Spider-Man, yeah. Venom. Spider-Man, Spider-Man but yeah. that's
4: been out for a month. Right, that's been out Spider-Man. for a
2: while, so whatever. But opening weekend for Scream 4 was $18 million. Not a lot.
4: Wow. All right,
2: so let's guess now, unless you guys already know this, the original Scream's budget.
4: Okay, mm-hmm. so I know that Scream... It came after Wes Craven did Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Which I I fucking love and hate
2: that movie at the same time. We've already, we've talked about this, I think twice now.
4: (laughs) Yes. Um, And I know, I know, you know, there's mixed reviews and stuff with that, but I do think that considering the fact that New Nightmare had a decent-ish budget for a out-of-the-box Genre
2: movie. It was still, it was you it's know, Freddy Krueger and you know, yeah, and I know, but it was. But it, it went in
4: a different direction. Here, in you know West what? Craven's known entity. I want
2: to say something before we you continue this. What they okay. what Wes Craven did with that movie, he took Freddy Krueger and reimagined it and changed it like I wanted them to do with this new Scream movie. Did it work? Mm, kind Holy of shit. You're
1: exactly right.
2: Right, like he went, I can't make another Freddy Krueger movie because they're all the same. How can I change this? He invented Scream with that movie. He literally
4: did not want to bring back Freddy Krueger after he'd been supposedly definitively killed. He thought that that was cheap.
2: Exactly, right? So what does he do? How do you reinvent that? Geniusly, he does what he does and Meta makes it in the real world and basically writes Scream but for Freddy Krueger whatever, right? Because think about it. It is Scream. It's this, you know what I mean? You're seeing whatever's going on. So it's a movie within a movie and whatever, blah, 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 blah. But if they would have done something like that with Scream 5, I would have been so on board with it. Even if it was shittier than this movie, I would just still give them credit for trying something out of the box.
4: I feel like that's what they tried to do with Scream 3, though. That Ooh. they tried to in do like a way, trilogy, not directly, but I do feel like because they had the movie within a movie within a movie, like I feel like I don't know. I well, would they did that
3: with too like much. Scream 2. You yeah, know, Scream two. They stab. they
2: yeah, Stab was in Scream know, two. The, she we goes to the fucking on house. The set and everything. Of
4: Stab and Scream three. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah, and yeah, they were definitely.
4: targeting the the characters that played those people. True, in the like kind
2: that's am saying. Yeah, but what would have Wes Craven would have done for this? Who knows? But anyways, continue. Your thoughts with uh, the original Scream's box, or sorry, budget.
4: So I know that that movie had a decent enough budget, but I also feel like with this being another slasher and it being the late '90s, mid to late '90s. Actually, early maybe '90s. they kind of like. Meh. It's like '94. Um, no, New Nightmare was '94. Scream was '96.
2: Oh, you're right. Sorry, that is fuck. I hate the fact that late '90s can be '96.
4: I ah, said time. well I revised time. it to mid to late 90s. All right. <laughs> um I'm just going to say I'm going to say 15 million again. I know I just made that guess for this movie, but mm, okay. whatever.
2: You can do I'm going that. 10. 10. What do you got, George? Is George there? Oh, okay.
1: I think they're both about right. I'm probably going to say maybe uh the budget is mm, $12. i will just split the difference. Sorry, guys. Are you going
2: to price this right, me? Yeah. $1, sir, $1. <laughs> the budget of the original Scream is $15 million.
1: Hey, I win! Nice, very good job.
2: We don't have prizes here. Um, we do have T-shirts if you want to buy one from us, and we'll just say, hey. <laughs> <laughs> buy one. <laughs> buy one. That's your. Congratulations! You bought a shirt. You bought <laughs> a shirt from the decision reel. If I, does, like, you like, know.
4: I do enjoy the shirts, but I am also just one that bragging rates is enough for me. Always. Yeah,
2: touche, touche. Tried to try to do a plug I, there, but it's all good. All right. So
4: no, I, I enjoy I enjoy the shirts a lot. So it's fine. We got a,
2: couple. I a shirt. Oh, you did. What what shirt did you buy?
1: Your mother's favorite movie podcast. All right. Yeah. I like it.
2: I like it. I like it. We do. If anybody's listening and wants to buy a shirt, go to our website at thedecisionreel.com. Hit the shop button, and it'll take you to our store. And we have, I think, like six or maybe five or six different shirts to choose from. Uh, they, they look kind of cool, I guess. My wife I think they're one. cool. I want yeah. yeah. If George is buying it, everybody needs one.
1: That's true. <laughs> yes. I only buy cool things.
2: Only. All right, so the overall box office of the original Scream, what do we think that was?
3: That was a big hit. I'm thinking it was like uh, overall, like we talking worldwide.
2: Worldwide overall box office for when it's in the theaters. 150.
4: Okay. God damn. Seconded.
1: Uh, I'll say, yeah, I mean, fuck. I was going to say 130 was the number that came to my mind.
2: 173 that's huge for a slasher type movie in the mid to late 90s and you know coming off Wes Craven and doing what he was doing you gotta think yeah people probably went and saw A New Nightmare and was just like what the fuck is this this is not what I signed up for so another Wes Craven movie and it's something uh, new what
1: my mom is a big Freddy Krueger fan and, uh, yeah, that's how she felt about New Nightmare. She was like, I don't know what the fuck this is supposed to be. Like, she didn't get it.
2: Well, and I can see that. Like, that movie is not a Freddy Krueger movie, but I still like it's
4: it. It's a Wes Craven movie,
1: Thank
2: you. Though. Yeah, it is. Right. It's so, fair, yeah,
1: it's not called Nightmare on Elm Street. It's called New Nightmare.
2: Right, right. I think it's, if we're looking at the Freddy Krueger saga, it's definitely, you know, the first movie, and then that one for me, and then all the other ones. Like, the second one's... Okay, but it's that even doesn't even feel like a Freddy Krueger movie to me either. No, it doesn't. It's so um, no,
4: weird. that one's weird. I often forget that the second one exists. Yeah, I
2: mean like, what,
1: until Dream Warriors, you're saying? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I mean, but but there are some good Freddy Krueger kills in that movie. But again, yeah, it's not really a Freddy Krueger movie. So, but getting on to what I want to go to, we're gonna do a top ten box office that week. Of the original Scream. Again, we could do this, but what's in theaters, I was going to say,
4: right? I don't even know ten movies that are in theaters this week. I know, you exactly. Stump me with it, that It's probably right Scream,
2: Spider-Man, and whatever else movie you fucking said. Venom or whatever. But
4: Is Venom still in theaters? Yeah, they
2: reissued yeah. it. It's so bad.
4: But,
2: yeah. It wasn't good. Anyway, so top ten. This is 1996. Uh, the original Scream movie. So number ten, Daylight. I don't know what that is. What
4: is? Okay.
2: I believe it was a was it a Stallone movie or something like that? It might have been. But number nine.
4: Oh, I can think of as the Matt and Kim song.
2: Yeah. Number nine, my fellow Americans. Number eight, Jingle All the Way. Oh fucking! I don't know what <laughs> it is. Yeah, Jingle All
3: the Way. I love that fucking movie. Dude, yeah. I tried to watch that this past Christmas and Jesse shut that down as soon as she I found out when I turned it on.
4: I love that fucking
2: It's, yeah, it's one of those bug. movies where like if you watch it today, you can't get through it like for the first time. No. But if you watched I, it
4: unfortunately, now that's all Hulu thinks we want to watch. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? You're right. I
2: every time I open Hulu, it's like you want to watch Jingle all the way. <laughs> no, I don't. That's so funny. Yeah. Number seven, Mars Attacks.
1: Oh nice. Oh fuck wow. yeah! Tim Burton at his best. That, that movie, fine.
2: um, you I think don't.
4: That movie was older for some reason. What? Well, yeah, I, I it's mean, it to
2: feel that like, way. it does feel. Yeah, it feels like feels like early '90s. But I will say this: going back and watching that recently, there's way more people in that movie than you think there are.
1: Yeah, yeah and they all get murdered in like no so, sec, dude. Right. Jack Nicholson, like Pierce yeah. Brosnan. Yeah, that movie's very good.
2: It's really good. Number six, The Preachers. Sorry, The Preachers' Wife. I had to go to the <laughs> next next line. The Preachers' Wife, yeah. I didn't see that movie. I don't want to. I'm never going to. <laughs> it and sounds th- like the sequel to The Preachers.
4: <laughs> 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 the Preachers. The Preachers' Wife. <laughs> yeah.
2: And Number five, One Fine Day. I don't number know any of these goddamn movies. Number four, you might know this movie, Scream.
4: Hey. Oh, Wow.
2: Yeah, number four. So I'm not going to do the whole let's guess the top three. We'll just get through the top three. So number three is 101 Dalmatians.
1: With, uh, with what's her name? Glenn Co- Close. Yeah, Glenn Close.
2: Number two, Jerry Maguire.
1: Oh, yeah, of course.
2: And number one, day day. Number one, which I didn't think this would be number one, Beavis and Butthead do America.
1: Dude, that was so fucking good.
2: I knew that movie was kind of big when it came out, but I wasn't like, yeah, number one box office fucking movie.
1: Hell yeah, I'm into that. Fuck yeah. yeah. I remember
4: it playing good. the Super Nintendo version of that.
2: Like it oh, was hard. No.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Why? It was like, I'm a huge fan of side scrollers always, but that one was like intense.
2: I like it. All right. So we're going to get to George's favorite part of the podcast. Say it for me in the good scream voice.
1: The Tomatometer.
2: Yeah, look at that. I like it. We're gonna guess this movie, the twenty twenty two Scream, because obviously it has a Rotten Tomatoes score right now. So out of a hundred percent, unless you already know as it, of,
4: as of what time?
2: As of right now, I am okay, staring so at it I've on my phone. It, so it, as it, of uh, Sunday, over the weekend, so. right? As of Sunday, January sixteenth at nine thirty Eastern Standard Time, this is what the Rotten Tomatoes score would be. Uh, George, what do you think it is? 56. Oh, wow. All right.
1: It just feels right.
3: It feels it right.
2: right. I got you. Okay.
3: Yeah, I'm going to go around like 65.
4: Okay. I know last night it was at about 78, so I'm going to guess 70 right now.
2: All right. All right. Drop. So the critics score is at a 75 right now.
4: Which means I technically win. You
2: cheated. <laughs> you cheated. You I,
4: asked, I asked clarifying questions to make sure I wasn't cheating. Because if you'd said, Oh, I wrote it down last night, I would have like abstained from the contest. I mean, I, yeah. But
3: Well, oh, you had a starting point.
4: Oh, well, it's not my All fault right. that I'm well informed. All right. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. If this was on Peacock, you would see what the fucking score is because it just puts it on the screen. I hate that.
0: Oh yeah, it does. <laughs>
2: Again, if I didn't have a movie podcast in which this was like a thing to do, I wouldn't care that there was a Rotten Tomatoes score on my screen, but I fucking care now.
4: I just fucking ignore Rotten Tomatoes yeah. and IMDb honestly because it's all just like it's it's the same as any review anywhere where it's always the people that really love something or really hate something yeah, i
3: mean you're it's right kind of like you're right like people who enjoy horror movies like horror notoriously gets shit on at the bo- like or at reviews no matter what so you kind of want to ignore it
4: yeah i mean it's just like okay we go to order something on amazon i'm gonna read the reviews and if people can't tell me why they hate something then i'm gonna be like well i don't trust your two-star review jeff from arizona fuck you
2: you're Looking only sure. reviewing it cuz you got a bad whatever that was like i think we talked about this on the episode that i came on your podcast for the uh uh blood rage episode where yeah. you're only yeah. going to review something if you love it and hate it if you what you just said because if i watch something i go all right that was all right i'm not going to go imdb that was all right you know i'm <laughs> going <laughs> to if i hate it i'm going to say fuck this movie i'm going to go tell everybody that this movie sucks or if Listen, I think it's the best movie ever, two, yeah.
4: Two hours ago we were sitting on our couch going, I'm Todd, I'm Todd, because there was a guy on Love and Or List. Were
2: you banging the fucking wall? That
4: looked just like Todd. Oh so.
2: my God. Really Maybe it was Todd. Later. Yeah, I told I mean, it was funny. It could
4: have been he was living with his mom.
2: Oh. No, it was <laughs> funny. Uh that that Thanksgiving. At Thanksgiving, my dad came over and he was asking, he was like, well, is there any movies you watch lately that are good? And I was like, <laughs> you need to watch Blood Rage. And he's like, what? I was like, I'm not joking. Watch that movie. And I was like, there's yes. no way you haven't heard about it. I mean, you grew up, you know, whatever. And he's just like, all right, what's it on? I was like, it's on Tubi. He's like, what's that? I was like, it's it's an app. So he pulls his fucking iPhone out. This is again at Thanksgiving at dinner. Pulls his iPhone out, (laughs) downloads the app, starts watching it as we're just sitting there. I'm like, Well, I'm all right. Sure. (laughs) If you want to watch it, that's fine. He gets like like, through the beginning, because you know what happens in the beginning. Obviously (laughs) there's titties and whatnot. And if anybody's ever listened to this podcast, my dad has the innate ability to smell out titties whenever they're on a screen. So we're fucking sitting here watching it on the couch you know, beside each other, like, all right, yeah, I know there's going to be titties <laughs> here. It was hilarious. And then he's like, he watches the scene where the, the, uh, not, what was the other, Todd and, um...
3: Terry. Terry, I
2: can't, I always forget the other name. Terry fucking <laughs> slashes the dude in the face, and then my dad just goes, all right, I guess I'll watch this later, and then puts his phone in his pocket, and, <laughs> and <just> continues <laughs> the rest of his your dad, day. That is your dad. Yeah. It was fucking funny. I don't know if he ever watched it. I, I, I need to ask him just because... It's definitely worth a a Dave recommendation if he would ever give one. That's my dad's name, obviously. So, anyway, so the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, we can either guess it or I could just tell you.
1: Um,
4: eighty-six. This right, one's out of hundred, right? Or yeah, yeah. am I thinking yep. of IMDb?
2: IMDb's out of ten, Rotten Tomatoes okay. out of hundred. So okay, eighty-six. You said
1: seventy. Yeah, I'll agree. Something around like uh, eighty.
2: Eighty four, yeah,
4: hell yeah! It's
2: a little. Most people it going it's to
4: see the this. Top this, a lot this time.
2: A lot. Yeah, I mean that was that was high for me. Mm-hmm. Anyways, IMDb, I'll just say it seven point four. All right. Yeah, I we say this every time. I feel like IMDb is normally where a movie should be. Sort of. Uh, it's obviously the average and whatnot, but I feel like that's kind of where i'm always at is i'm close to the imdb score
4: i think a big part of it for me is where now amazon and imdb are connected so like if i watch something on prime it'll be like what do you rate this and i feel yeah. pressured in the moment <laughs> to be like Do you actually
3: right. rate those sometimes wow <laughs> wow i learned Listen, something today
4: i in my degree, we talk about how important it is to respond to surveys because it helps people, like, get accurate feedback. Oh, Touche. Yeah. I, uh,
2: in my job, when I am I work kind of like an IT support kind of thing, uh, when, when, I'm, when I'm done <laughs> my case, you know, an email gets sent to whoever I helped and they have to fill out a survey if they want. Uh, obviously, they can fill it out or not, but if they, I do get filled out, then that makes me better employee apparently so
4: I understand that and like I always feel guilty when I go to my doctor because they do the same thing but what my problem is with the survey there they'll be like were the check-in clerks med techs nurses and doctors helpful and friendly and so like if three of the four of them were helpful and friendly I don't want to say no because my doctor was a douche nozzle, like I'm like I'm not gonna give him a good review. Right, like you can't, so, I you can't encapsulate all ever. four
2: of those people into one question.
4: Yeah, it's so messed up. It's definitely some Qualtrics fuckery. I like that. Like it, it's, I hate it. Mm.
2: So, screen 2022. Who was your favorite character?
4: Uh, Richie. Richie. Really. Richie. Which one's I, Richie? Uh, Jack, Jack Wade. Wade. Richie and then the twins.
1: Quaid. Who the
2: fuck is Jack Quaid?
1: Quaid.
4: Which, describe this
2: person to me? Quaid Jack Quaid uh, is uh, Rain, not Randy Quaid. What it's what's fucking what's his mother and father? Isn't it uh, Farrah Fawcett and somebody?
3: No, it's uh, uh
1: I, you're the killer, I got you. The killer, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's not Randy okay. Quaid. It's fucking uh, not Randy, Quaid. Randy Quaid and uh,
3: <laughs> fuck, it's some actor that doesn't do anything anymore.
2: Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan.
3: Yes. Okay, dig it.
2: Yeah, Wait, that's their son. He's
4: Meg Ryan's son? Yeah.
2: yeah, weird. I know.
4: That that is weird to me. Dennis Quaid. I'm like, yeah, that that makes sense because of Quaid and all. But
3: I'm gonna say, I think uh, this Sorry. time I think Dewey's my favorite character. All right, dude. All right. That that line whenever uh, him and uh West are talking. Saying,
4: you must be the killer because that, that cut, cut deep. deep. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah,
2: that was so good. That was good. I'll say. uh Well, no, we'll go to George first if he uh, Dewey. Whatever. Dewey. Dewey.
1: Yeah. yeah, He should have been the only one they brought back from the originals and he should have died. And that's it. That would have been perfect. They call Sydney. They call Sydney and she doesn't want to get involved. And that's a wrap. Like, Gail, why are you even involved? Like,
3: that's the only reason they killed Dewey, I think, is because they had to like bring them back somehow. And that's the only stakes that would make them come back.
2: Maybe, Blah. yeah, and I mean it is, the, yeah, little, perfect. Yeah, I I will say my favorite characters, uh, cause I kind of can, is yeah, Dewey or uh, Randy, just because. Sorry, Richie. Sorry, Randy. <laughs> Richie, just because I liked him. Did you
4: combine Randy Meeks and Randy Quaid? I in did.
2: Your head I and- did. <laughs> it's terrible. I got so much going on here. It's not even ridiculous <laughs> to my own self. Anyways, Richie before he was uh outed as being the killer. I liked his character, how he was like, you know, oh, I'm, let me watch all these movies on Netflix. Why are you watching? I got to, you know, research. I got to figure out what's going on here or everything that he would say, like, let's get the fuck out of here or let's not do this or whatever. I was like, this guy is smart. He's playing the game. And then I started thinking, I was like, he's playing the game because he knows the game, not because he just watched all the stab movies. This motherfucker's the killer.
4: I was wondering how he watched that many movies in that short amount of time.
3: I mean, kind of like whenever he went to the Dead Me thing, it seemed like he was going for recaps at a certain point.
4: True. Mm, yeah. But, yeah.
2: again, if he knows everything in reality, right, and he's on Reddit and whatnot, I did like the fact that the killers met on Reddit and that's how they, you know, did what they did. That's realistic yeah. to me. Um, I like that. Now, again, Dewey's whole thing, just, like, showing up being this retired cop because they made him retire and you know it was a shitty way he's fucking living in a trailer whatnot answers the door what do you want you know i don't got time for you i don't want to get involved but obviously he's going to because he's dewey he gets in her car at that one point and she's like what are you doing he's like let's fucking go and you know uh the only part i don't like is the fact that he should have shot her in the fucking head before getting to the elevator and then going i'll be right back why Shoot him in the head, double. Yeah, tap,
1: why know? why? For what? Why did you wait?
2: Right. Do and it, I am gonna it
4: say this. I don't even consider Dewey Sitting Gale to be a part of this movie really, because they have so little screen time. Dewey has a lot. And he's got a decent amount. I just I they're on a different level. You well, know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't consider them to be They're there. But they're not they're not the movie. You no, know what I mean?
2: No. Well, I mean, Dewey's in the movie more than the other killer.
3: Yeah, that's true.
2: You know, like
4: Dude, I...
1: that's a good
3: point.
4: Amber's face annoyed me. Like she had such a shitty look on her face the whole time. Amber? Well, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> she was. We did not get enough of her to really like. I.
2: Yeah, they have the beginning part where they're all sitting around just like in the original movie. They're all sitting around talking yeah. about their friends and whatnot, and she's the one that says some bullshit, and you're just like, fuck this bitch.
4: She, like, well, and she said, oh, well, Tara's basically dead, which right. is weird, especially when later we get to the hospital and she's so protective of Tara, and then well, later... I wonder She's why. only doing all of this because she's living in Stu Mocker's house, but she's been friends with Tara for so long. Like... All of it just doesn't make any sense to me. Her motivation is the least... Believable. Linear. All the okay, motivations,
3: me. honestly, are kind of weak. I don't really...
4: Jack Quaid's, I'm okay with it. It's, it's like, honestly, his character, I kind of... And don't take this the wrong way because it's not a direct parallel. Are you going to hurt me? <laughs> are you gonna No, hurt I'm me? just... Anybody that's listening that's gonna ready me to, like, like, lift up their pitchforks, for him... I feel very similarly to how I feel about Stu in the original. Mm. Yeah, and I don't think they're equivalent characters. I'm not saying they are. That's something about their energy that they bring on screen. And again, not comparing Jack Quaid to Matthew Lillard, but in terms of the ensemble that they're with.
2: I get, I get what you're saying. And the, the one thing, too, that is believable is Jack Quaid finding the girl who lives in this house and going crazy with her and being like, all right, let's do this, let's do that, And whatever. The thing that falls apart is her being in this house and kind of being the person she is. You know what I mean? They may
3: like thought about the like disgusting part of the age difference here. Like she's a high schooler and he's like out of high school.
4: She keeps calling him baby and he keeps not acknowledging it. And part of me wonders if that was Jack Quaid being like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, but obviously there there, there has to be angry, a romantic drew, I'm not yeah. going to do this too.
2: Right, but there has to be a romantic relationship there even if it's not really yeah. implied just because people like that aren't just going to do that for each other, you know what I mean? Like even in the I don't original, know, she could
1: just be like obsessed with him for some reason. Okay,
2: yeah, and they yeah, might not know. have done anything. Sure, if
4: their whole thing is that they're trying to remake the original, they're trying to reboot it, requal it, whatever the fuck you want to talk about. There doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. I hate the idea that there always has to be a romantic relationship. Well, okay, so Although, look at look really at the original there though. Is definitely a romantic relationship. That's, that's what that's I was just gonna different. say. Right, I was just
2: gonna say they could be gay together. They seem a little whatever, but it's it's not implied and it's not said
4: billions do? oh it's for sure implied it's a yeah I've well first of all kevin that. williamson is gay so there's that
2: okay but like, second, of that all,
4: second of all second of all that I'm, obviously I'm,
2: makes them gay no
4: you can no like you <laughs> yeah. can google all of this there better people than me have spoken on this subject but i'm going to say okay
2: it's implied but it's not that, said how about that
4: all the evidence i need is that scene in the video store Mm, Where Stu mm-hmm. is behind Randy and Randy. plays with his earlobe. Yeah. That is not that is not novice earlobe play. He's done and that before. Billy is definitely turned on by it watching it. Rewatch oh. that scene. Tell me there is not sexual tension right in the air. Wait, wait.
3: wait.
4: It's
2: the right best right acting Skeet Ulrich oh, yeah. has ever done.
3: <laughs> okay, sure. Oh, I'll, I'll rewatch this
4: later. It's, it's there. It's there. There's definite, like, undertones to their relationship there.
2: For sure. For sure. So, do we have a favorite part or scene in this new Scream movie? Mm. It's hard, right? Honestly, I-,
4: I thought, okay, so the opening was definite homage to the first opening, except and, and up to in including how brutal Tara's attack was in... Drew Barrymore's is very, very brutal.
2: But it, you don't Especially, see a lot.
4: We don't see a, That's the thing. Like, it hits you emotionally because she's on the phone with her mom, and it it, it hits there. Sure. But for this, you're, like, right there up close watching it happen, and it it's a little hard to watch. Yeah, it feels more brutal for some reason. Which is it seems more visceral, yeah. Emotion- yeah, exactly. It doesn't have that same emotional gut punch of where she's on the phone with her mom, but you are seeing every stab happen. To the point where when we find out she's alive, it was an actual shock to me.
1: For sure, I 100% agree with you.
2: Yeah, and that's the one part that like, okay, she survived, but she does so much afterwards. And a lot of people in this movie get fucking stabbed. Like, okay, let's be real. At the end of the movie, the main girl gets stabbed, and that knife is fucking twisted in her guts a oh, lot. Man, yeah. And then he pulls <laughs> it out and she's just like, Whatever. I'm good. I don't fucking care. Well, a even, little silly. Even Gail gets shot maybe in the stomach. And at the end she's just chilling, sitting on the back of the ambulance with a blanket, like, I'm good. I'm not dying. I
1: forgot that Gail got shot until you said that.
2: Right. She comes back in the house at the end and she's just standing over like nothing's, I'm fine, whatever. Fucking Neb Campbell gets stabbed too. If
4: taught me anything, it's that you can survive with a gut wound for a long time. You're going
3: to be writhing in pain. You're not just going to be sitting there like, all right, well, the torches (laughs) pass.
2: Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, you would be kind of like, the torch, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> Fuck, this hurts. Is past. Can we get out of here? God damn it. Like, you're not going to be fine. Like, you're losing a lot. Of, you got shot in the stomach, basically. And I don't know if you know this, but if you get shot in the stomach, you're dead. There, You can't come back from that. The acid in your stomach just boils out basically and just eats all your guts like your day sure,
1: or or you know it gets your intestines you're infected there's anything yeah, you don't want to get shot in in the digestive area
2: no uh, so there's okay.
3: obviously going to be sequels to this movie so I I wonder if that's going to happen that would be amazing if like, yeah girl died because like the acid that'd like, be amazing like, like oh <laughs> we
2: thought she was fine no she died on the back of that ambulance because she was so much <laughs> yeah. of a like a I don't I'm fine I'm fine cool no she just died
4: S- speaking of Speaking of, I didn't catch this. I caught it thanks to Dreadit. Um, you know, whatever. Shout out to the movie. Shout out to the subreddit, whatever. Um, Kirby survived Scream 4. Confirmed canon. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: She's on the the YouTube channel. When they're looking <laughs> at it, she's on the corner. It says something like interview with Kirby or whatever. That that was cool. Yep. I thought she was a great yep. uh, thing in that movie, too. Um, and it's funny. Like, all the Scream movies had, like, the big cast of, like, the new, like, it people in Hollywood. This movie did not have that.
3: They're all like, I Jenna people. Ortega
4: is kind and of. And Dylan Minette.
3: Dylan Minette isn't really like a big name. Not anymore.
2: He was in some stuff a couple years ago, but now what is he doing? This He's,
3: movie? He, he does like, he does things here and there. He's I think a he scrawny this,
4: motherfucker with a cool hairstyle. Yeah, he focused <laughs>
3: primarily on his band, I think. That's his yeah. like main thing. But he, I mean, I feel like he does like acting as like a side thing, honestly. He did 13 Reasons Why. He did
4: 13 Reasons Why he did Don't Breathe.
3: Yeah, but he was like a minor character. He yeah. was
4: in The Click movie. Uh, what? That was a long time ago, but like 2008. The Adam
3: Sandler movie?
4: Oh, The Click. Um, Q-U-E. Oh, I thought you were talking Based about Click. Based off of the Lacey Harrison books. He was Brother Todd. Oh.
2: Todd. Okay. Mm. Interesting. George, did you have a favorite part or scene? Dewey. Oh, okay. Everything with Everything with Dewey.
3: No, I agree with that, too. Yeah, I mean, obviously, my favorite part was the like that fucking cut deep. Yeah, like, that but whole when scene he's was walking good.
1: back and he's, like, reloading the gun, you're like, Dewey isn't going to fuck this one up, but then, you know, he does. But, like, you, you believe in him in that moment, for sure.
3: I mean, he, in every single screen movie, he gets stabbed in some way, so I thought that it was, like, appropriate that if you're going to kill him, you're going to stab the fuck out of him. Yeah, I thought, yeah. they had too. to
4: make it obvious he actually died. Yeah.
1: Again, imagine if they had to kill the killer and still took it meta. Like, the the killings kept happening. Like, there's so many... I, I, it just begs the question of, like, how badly they fucked it up. To me, as far as that kind of thing, though. Like, what if Dewey had a killed him right there? Dewey had his moment. Killed the killer. Then still got really... murdered by the other killer.
2: Yeah, that would have been way better because... You're not expecting that, and has Dewey ever had that final moment of, yes, I can finally say that I'm the hero, finally, and I did this, and that would have been such a good, I fucking killed him, yes, and then, right from behind.
4: Yeah,
1: that would have been fucking awesome.
2: Yep.
4: I thought it was really interesting um, that Judy Hicks also was killed, because...
2: Yeah, like it
4: seemed like she was almost set up to take over that Dewey role. Right. Yeah. Because right. sheriff, yeah. And her son is a part of the court friend group, and you're like, okay, well, her this is how this is going to work out. Like, yeah,
3: they surely won't. Kill but also,
2: yeah. why was she even killed? Like, I get why the kid was, but like, yeah, that surprised me. Big
1: time. I think that
3: that was to make you think that it was Sam because she had that troubled past with her. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: I, I will say one thing that did irk the fuck out of me is the whole part in the kitchen when he's opening doors and you're like, I know there's not going to be anybody there uh, yeah. because they're paying homage to what every other movie fucking does and they just they just keep doing it. But they just kept doing it. And I was like, I'm this. Do it once. You know what I mean? Again,
1: it's them not being self-aware enough. It, it's right. their... I, I agree.
2: They're going, fuck you guys, we know how to be meta, but they're doing it in a way that it's making you mad watching it. Like, you just wasted fucking two minutes of screen time for nothing.
1: This movie's just behind its time, I think. I,
2: yeah, I think so. Like, again, I liked it, but I I'm, I don't think I'm going to watch this movie <laughs> again. I really won't. Like, I'll watch the first four again. But I don't think this movie huh. I'm ever gonna watch again. Are you telling I'll me you put this in last? I think I'm gonna. If, if we're gonna get to that point, it's gonna be Scream One, Scream. Here's the thing: I like two and three, and a lot of people hate three. I fuck it. I like it, man. Like three's um, good,
1: dude. I'm with you. Three's not bad. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah. any movie that's gonna have um, Princess Leia <laughs> in it is for me <laughs> Yeah. right so i i don't i i think i'm yeah i think this movie's gonna be last for me i think honestly chronologically is the the way the movies rank to me
4: all right okay we can we have this discussion let's also? have it
2: right now fuck it why not
4: taking 2022 out of the equation because i just feel like it's not fair to put it in our rankings yet i, I, Do, I agree with that yeah to a, a point time. sure um, what is everybody's rankings
2: of the first four? Well, obviously, I just said mine. I I, I will say f- two, three, and four are very close together. Like, I could interchange yeah. all of them, right? But I think it's going to be either chronologically or like one, three, four, two.
4: Wow. That's yeah. probably the hottest take I've yeah. heard on the rankings ever. I like <laughs> it, though. I like it. But, <laughs> but here's, I here's, it here's is the, is the thing. Rock.
2: I like shitty movies, but I like them (laughs) when they know they're shitty. Like, what we talked about when we were, you know, doing uh, Blood Rage. Range? Blood Rage. That movie knows it's shit, right? There's no way they're trying to make that movie serious. I like it. It's not a good movie, but it's fucking great because it knows it's shit.
0: Yeah, it's a good time to watch.
2: Yeah, uh, Scream 3 isn't a good movie but it knows what it is and it's so campy and so cheesy that it makes it enjoyable for me more than the new movie. Like if the new movie just turned into the skid more and went, yeah, fuck it, let's embrace the cheese like we say here, I'm all for it. But they didn't. They tried to be serious and then they didn't know where to go when they had cheese moments, right? So I can't have a movie that has serious tones in it and then have cheese and camp. You're either one or the other, and this movie just doesn't steer into any sort of logical step that I can go with. So, I think I'm going to stay with that. One, what did I say? One, three, no, one, two, three, no, I said one, four. You said
4: one, three, four, two is what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, three, yes. I'm staying with it. And then five is just not ranked. Because I'm calling it five, I don't even care.
3: Yeah, five, it's definitely five.
4: yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's, after this initial release, they're gonna be fine with people calling it Scream five. They should like just... how the final destination is final destination four.
3: They just didn't want it to yeah. be five cream.
2: Probably. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Which they I, are making I, a new I final think. destination. The final destination.
4: What are your what's your ranking?
3: Again. Um I think I'm gonna include five. I'm gonna go go ahead and go there. Um,
4: you're working off of not enough information. What do you mean?
3: I, I watched you it. watched
4: it one time. <laughs> you can't it. even okay. remember all the characters' names. <laughs> Sir, you have a science degree. That's what you you're here not... for, to remember the names. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
3: well, if I'm not including that, I think I'm...
2: Do both. Yeah, you can the, do it with uh... or without, however you want.
4: No, he can do it without.
3: <laughs> no, I'm... I'm no.
4: no. <laughs> I'm telling uh, you. Who are you living with, Travis? I
3: think I'm going to go... I'm
4: sorry. I know it's your podcast, but... He's no, got to share a bed
3: with somebody tonight, and it's me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm
2: doing one, uh, two, four, uh, and it, it's hard to – It's 3-5. Yeah, 3-5, I mean, five. yeah. Yeah, five,
3: man. Five's in
2: there. Look. Well, yeah. You're sleeping on the, the couch tonight, yeah, Travis. <laughs>
3: Right now, five might be last. And the thing is, there's not a weak one in the entire series. I love all of them. I love this one, too. But I think as it stands, especially after, like, talking about it tonight, like, there are definitely a lot of moments where it did drop the ball. And uh, not to say I didn't have a good time with it, but I don't know. Like, it's just going to wear in with it. I mean, I'll reevaluate whenever I watch it again. But as of now, you know, I can definitely see it being last.
4: Okay.
2: Three and five are interchangeable. She's so I mad think. right now. <laughs> How dare you rank this movie?
3: I, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I just A lot of fair to the are, movie well, to I
4: don't, rank it at this point. You've seen the other four so many times. It just doesn't feel fair. That's
3: fine. But, I mean, I feel like, you know, I don't. Necessarily agree with everybody showering it with, like, you know, oh my god, this is the fucking best screen movie ever. I, I wanted I'm to bring that so up,
2: yeah. I wanted to bring that up. Like, everything I'm seeing, people are like, man, it's such a good revitalization to the series, and this is what we wanted to see, and blah blah blah. I'm like, what what movie did you guys fucking watch? Because this That's is the not, same not what movie.
4: I've seen online, huh? That's not what I've seen I've online. I've been seeing
3: a lot of that, and the yeah. thing is, like, I see a lot of people, I feel like they feel obligated to feel that way because it's a new screen movie. Like, I want it. I don't want to, like, say that just because, like, I'm excited because, you know, a new Scream movie is being made because, like, obviously I love Scream, but, like, you know, I want to, like, actually be real with my thoughts on it. Uh, Whenever I saw, like, the new Halloween movies, like, I actually felt that way. It wasn't because, like, it's a new Halloween because, like, that's my favorite series. But, like, I genuinely thought that those were good movies. And this one, I think, is a good movie, too, but, like, I can definitely feel, like, it's a good movie, but there are better movies before. You know, like I, I don't necessarily think it's like
2: at the top. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I. I don't know. You don't want to sit here and go, "All right, it's a new movie. It's Scream. I love that they're continuing this franchise, so I have to give it a good review." Yeah. No, look at the movie objectively and say, "Was it good or was it bad? What did it meet my expectations, or was was it because of my own expectations that it's bad?" You know, like yeah. everybody's objective, right? So. To me, I liked it, but it wasn't what I wanted it to be, so it makes it less of a movie for me, right? But that doesn't mean that somebody who goes, man, this movie is fucking great because it's exactly what Scream was, and I love that it. it was exactly Scream 1, but they just remade it. Okay, if you like that, you like that. I don't like that. So that's my own problem because I wanted this movie to do something different. Yeah,
4: that's
1: fair. All right, I want to hear George's. Um, one is obviously the best. Um, two, two and one kind of go hand in hand to me. This is a great sequel. And then four, three, five. Yeah, meta, so. four, four is very, very good. It's the meta movie we needed at the time. And three's not great, but I liked it more than five. I didn't like five really. I just think five. I think it was weak. It we just didn't have any balls, man.
2: And that, if this movie came out as, like, let's say this was the second movie, there was no other movie in the Scream franchise, and this was the direct sequel, and it came out this many years later, I would be fine with this movie, right? Because it's not, not doing stuff that already happened because it didn't happen yet, right? So I'd be like, all right, cool, this works. But because we've seen this so many other times in three other movies and they're not changing anything With the formula, do something different. You're five movies in, you know what I mean? Like
1: also, like like, listen, this movie is begging it is absolutely begging you to compare it to movies that do all of these things better. It's it's putting itself in that weight class with the dialogue. Like it 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 shouldn't have done. If it didn't if it didn't sit there and pretend it was better than it is, it would have been fine. But I, I'm I'm like borderline offended that it's like talking shit at elevated horror.
2: <laughs> You're so mad. <laughs> All right, so we got one one other I wanna hear Jess's top whatever. Oh um one your four your two three. One four sure. two three.
4: Yeah. Uh, mm. Four is an easy second for me just because I I like the new take that they, I like that they changed it up for a new generation. Um, kind of how I feel about part five. Okay. Um, two, I feel like got messy, which I know was all stuff that happened in terms of production and that's fine and I'm okay with it. And three, I love, like I, they're all very, very close for me. Um, And I only have that ranking so readily available just because it's something that comes up so much when you tell people Scream is one of your favorite horror franchises. Like, you get used to having this discussion. I think they're all great. I am down to watch any one of them at any time in life.
2: Yeah. Um, They are very, like, digestible movies that you don't need to... How would I say... This is going to sound bad. You don't need to pay attention, right? But... Yeah. They're fun movies, and there's nothing like too serious about them, and that's what I do like about the Scream movies. But
4: really, what bothers me about Part Three that puts it in last place for me is that there's only one Ghostface.
3: That is weird. And this one, they make yeah. a point saying there's always two of them. Roman, there's not right? always Ro- two. Roman. There's yeah. been one where there's one.
4: Yeah, yeah. So that, that's really that's the only sticking point for me. And I, yeah, you can make the argument that they're trying to do something different. I mean, like, it's fine. I just, I don't, because Ghostface at its core is, like, only mostly competent. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, That's why Ghostface is not a consistent person is because it's always somebody different behind the mask. And Ghostface is always getting the shit kicked out of them. And it makes sense to have two different people there because otherwise, like, how is all of this happening? So in the third one, there's so much stuff that's happening and he, like, Roman has to be way more omnipotent than he actually, like, realistically is. Yeah,
2: there's parts so, of that movie in the beginning that just don't make sense.
4: Yeah, so that's, that's really my only big mark against three. Everything else about it, like you said, it's camp. It's stupid fucking fun and I enjoy watching it. I'm not bothered by a lot of the things other people are bothered by it. I just wish there had been a second Ghostface to kind of like brush away some of those like, "Mm, that seems a little bit far-fetched.
2: Yeah. Well, we're missing one other uh, Scream movie, if you don't know. And that hasn't, I mean, there's a monkey that is uh, Ghostface. If you've ever seen Jay and Silent Box. We can cut him off now. (laughs) <laughs> Have you ever seen Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? There is a monkey that is Ghost and Shannon Doherty's in it and Wes uh Wes is in it as well. Um it's hilarious. I don't even care if it's like five seconds serious? of the movie. I don't remember this You don't remember in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, they bust onto the set of Scream.
1: I don't I don't remember this.
3: It's I like right at the end it's Bang. towards the
2: end.
1: That' way that they're
3: on the scene, like at the studio in Part yeah, Three.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's oh. that's the exact Dude, reason why they're there. Up. Yep they okay. they each were in each other's movies uh, at that time, and it's it's fucking hilarious because it's Miramax, and that's why. But, anyways, I mean, I have some fun facts here if we want to get to that. Yeah. All right. Oh. The fun facts of the fucking week. David Arquette, who is a certified Bob Ross painting instructor, taught several of the cast members how to paint like the legendary artist during filming breaks. Dude,
3: this guy's like a renaissance man. He's like doing wrestling and painting. I know, right?
2: He's just trying to do everything (laughs) he possibly can do. And you know what? It's amazing.
3: Amazing for him.
2: I know. With its release on January 14th, 2022, it will have been 25 years and 25 days since the original film, which came out on December 20th, 1996. That was kind of a cool little fun fact there. This is the first Scream movie not directed by Wes Craven, who passed away, sadly, on August or, sorry, in August of 2015 from cancer. Uh, This film is dedicated to him at the end credits. Fur Yeah. A lot of people are sharing that too, which is kind of cool, just the Fur West thing and everything. In an interview on the Drew Barrymore show, Jenna Ortega said the cast watched the first Scream movie on a projector as they ate popcorn on ha- uh, Halloween night in 2020. Cute. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I mean, why not, right, as you're filming and... Let's watch it. It's kind of meta when you think about it, because what do yeah. they do? <laughs> Only other movies, <laughs> especially in four, they have that uh, what what is a party or whatever at that bar. Stabathon. Stabathon. Dude, Stabathon. I want to. I
3: want to see like an actual stab movie be made.
2: How cool! God, I would love that. All right, how cool would it be for them to just start making the stab movies? That would be awesome. That <laughs> would have been the meta, meta movie we need.
4: Too. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Like, like, why you the just fuck sit not?
4: Down for Scream 2022 and it's Stab 1. Yes. Or
2: instead would, of they making it.
1: don't even it, tell anybody, the marketing doesn't tell anybody anything. That would have been <laughs> awesome.
2: Yeah. Or just make it a, a Netflix fucking series or something and it's just Stab and they're doing going through the movies or something. Like, that'd be fucking wild.
4: Listen, don't give Netflix another Scream TV series.
2: They didn't do it. It was MTV that did it. Yeah, I'm it was God, MTV. And then MTV's it,
4: a thing. Oh my my God. bad
2: fucking mtv dimension films lost the rights to the scream franchise that they had had since the first movie in 1996 lantern entertainment and spyglass media group bought the rights to some dimension franchises including scream scary movie and children of the corn The one thing i want to say with that is the fact that dimension had scream and scary movie together yeah, I
3: would have never guessed that, but I guess it kind of makes sense. They're making Hell fun yeah. of their
2: own movie, and I, I'm just gonna say this, and we'll put it out there. I think the first scary movie can be involved in the Scream series talk. I think so you can. Good.
1: It's the first scary movie is very, very, very good.
2: Yeah, it's almost not a parody movie to me. Like it's its own thing. Yes, it's parodying a lot of those movies, but it does it so well, and it has its own mystery that works. That it's, it's an amazing movie. It's the
4: comedy version of what Scream was. Scream yeah. was the horror yeah. version of a parody of horror movies, and Scary Movie is the comedy version of that.
2: You know what? I like. like that. You're right. Yeah. yeah,
4: it's made by people that love and understand horror. And it it yeah. is almost it, a perfect
1: it, remake too. Like it is shot yeah. for shot remake. It's dialogue and everything. It's so good.
2: Oh, it
4: is. It definitely feels like one what of What are you like, waiting for? Yeah. <laughs> it definitely feels like one of those like I can make fun of my younger sister but you can't. Like it, it feels Yeah. Like a- they yeah. they obviously love the source material. Yeah.
2: I mean, if you look at it, yeah, the shot for shot to me like the movie theater scene where the girl Cindy, that girl is in there and she gets fucking stabbed just like Jada Pickin Smith gets stabbed in I believe that's the second one, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so perfect that it's literally the same But it's for laughs in Scary Movie, and it works so well, because literally everyone's like, shut the fuck up, bitch, and they just all take turns stabbing her. I'm going to watch that probably tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) When asked in August 26, 2020, in a 2Fab interview who he would like to see killed in an opening scene for the film, David Arquette jokingly said, Logan Paul or his brother Jake Paul? (laughs)
3: Yeah, dude, uh, I would have been pissed that they would have been in a scream movie. That's who needs to be killed
4: in the scary movie uh, cover of Scream twenty twenty two.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that would be nice. Or if you know somebody could just not rig a boxing match with them and they actually get knocked the fuck out, that would Mm -hmm. be nice.
1: I I I don't want them even even to be killed in a scary movie. Like I don't I don't want them to. I don't want to see their names or faces anymore.
2: Well, I'll say this. Jake Paul just got scammed for like $3 million of fake Pokemon cards, so that makes things better.
1: That's what you get when you're a fucking piece of shit.
2: I know, right? Or when you have so much money that it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, $3 in Pokemon cards? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Who the fuck is selling Pokemon cards for $3 million? Dude, that is a
3: crazy business right now. I uh, It's really weird. I'm I, really mad at all the details.
2: Shit, I need to get on that because I have some first edition cards that You're are like make a lot of money. mint in sleeves that I probably should oh, look shit. into.
3: You'd be, yeah, you actually should.
2: <laughs> Side story, my brother at the time, this was like 97, 98 we went to Walmart in Buffalo. We lived in Canada. This was going over the, the border at the time. And my grandmother bought us one pack each of Pokemon cards. He got, or sorry, I got a Holographic Mewtwo, which I still have, and then some other kind of cool cards. My brother got first edition Charizard, right? If he still had that today, that would be worth so much fucking money. You know what he did? He fucking traded it for a pack of gum
3: uh, dude, it's like the whole Bitcoin shit. Oh, oh right. right. <laughs> like,
2: you're right. Like, how would you know? Like, the uh, what was it? Blizzard had some um, tournament, and if you won it, you got... Or no, sorry. If you came in, like, the top five, you got, like, six Bitcoins or 100 Bitcoins or something. And at the time, it was worth, like, a couple cents. 100 Bitcoins today. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's a Bitcoin? Like, $46,000 or something right now?
3: I'm gonna be honest. Cryptocurrency is still entirely foreign to me. I don't understand it. I understand yeah, I it to either. to a
2: point. I own some stuff, but let's look. I'm gonna look at it right now because I have my my own portfolio. A Bitcoin right now is forty three thousand dollars one. God damn! So if you had a hundred of those and you kept them, <laughs> all right, you're you're yeah, doing I, pretty good. <laughs> I
3: kept my little uh, golden Charizard that I got from McDonald's. Oh yeah, yeah. That was going to be I, I had those two.
2: They were there. They came in like the the Pokeball or whatever that opened up. Yes. Yeah. I, yes. Ha- I had I had two of them. I think I had a Mewtwo and then something else. It might have been the Charizard. I don't remember. I'm gonna have to find it. See how much they go for on eBay. Probably nothing.
3: No, nothing. I guarantee it. <laughs> <Probably>.
2: <laughs> to avoid any potential plot details from being leaked to the public, several different versions of existing scenes in the film were shot along with multiple versions of the actual script being written as plot details being leaked by cast and crew members has famously been a problem with this franchise the most notable example being scream 2 which had to be almost entirely rewritten when an extra leaked the script to the public
3: that's crazy that actually makes me really excited to see um any extras that they include on the DVD or whatever when that comes out.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, that'd be kind of cool if they're like, Hey, we did this or we're thinking about doing this, or this is like the fake shit that we did, you know, but yeah, the entirety of the end of scream two was rewritten, um, with the Billy's mom was going to be the, the sole, I believe, um, killer and uh, the other guy wasn't actually going to be in it
3: it was um it was going to be jerry o'connell was going to be the killer right
2: right and then cotton or whatever was going to be involved in something too i think he was going to end up like shooting somebody and then just kind of killing people anyways sort of like what we wanted with this whatever like all previous like the previous four Scream films, Roger L. Jackson is actually on the phone with the characters as Ghostface. Nice. That's Mojo Jojo. Yeah. That's, that's kind of cool, though, that like while filming, he's actually on the phone with them talking and shit. That, that is cool. That adds to it, because obviously most productions, they don't. The only other thing I want to say that kind of bugs me about this movie, who still fucking has a landline? That kind of me out of it a little bit too. Like I
3: know that's kind of necess or it's like a necessity for a screen movie. But really, I know that my mom has a landline. (laughs) She's looking (laughs) at me right now. She only has that because it's a business, and she doesn't want to lose her phone number because you know that's what people remember. That makes sense. That's like an actual house. You know, nobody at a house is gonna have a landline anymore
2: again like some people do uh some people don't i get it that okay yeah whatever but they do you know obviously involve the cell phone in it too so that's where i'm like okay cool whatever obviously at the end you're like well it makes perfect sense now how he didn't clone the phone that was just her fucking you know texting her saying this isn't whoever so that makes sense but the whole how she unlocked the doors and stuff too maybe her friend gave her the thing to unlock it as well that would work but I don't know it just I don't know that's
3: that's one I didn't really think too much about it's like one of those things like it's it's just the opening
2: I know yeah, I, I definitely fun. overanalyze things to a point where I shouldn't because it ruins things for me but my brain doesn't let me not do it
3: and it's hard not to with this series especially
2: right when you're and again when you're trying to be serious in this then I have to look at that so Yeah. Yeah. Initially titled Scream 5, the numeral was dropped for the title to make it very clear that this film, though a direct sequel to Scream 4, was a relaunch of the series since the fourth film film was supposed to be a start of a new trilogy that never happened due to the low box office return and Craven's death.
4: I would have loved to see them mention for a little bit more like, maybe they're passing around the video of what happened with Jill or something, you know?
2: I mean, yeah, you're right, because obviously you can't say that it's not canon or it didn't happen, because you say we, we got Kirby in a little YouTube clip or whatever. Obviously, her niece is the one who did all that. It You have to say something about that, but they don't. I mean, well, in reality, they don't really say anything other than the first movie. So, I don't know, like. Obviously, all those movies have to be canon because you have to get to four for the other movies to make sense if you're going to put Kirby in a YouTube fucking clip, right? So I don't know what they're trying to do. This film was delayed from 2021 in its initial release date of January 14th to January 14th, 2022 due to obviously the COVID-19 pandemic. They uh, were supposed to have a red carpet ceremony and everything, too, like the week before, and they had to cancel all that as well, uh, just because of Omicron and all that. Ooh, you know what, George? Give me a good Omicron.
1: Omicron.
2: Yeah, that's pretty good. (laughs) That's pretty good. I like it. All right, so the other thing I just kind of want to mention or ask you guys is, what was redeemable about this movie? Like, what is it set up? Where does it go from here Like, why are all these people always wanting to be Ghostface and, like, why not just be, like, anybody else? Like, why does it always come back to that? Like, I just don't know where you go with this because if this is supposed to be the new start of, you know, Scream, I don't understand where you're going with this. It's literally the same setup as the first movie at the end of this.
3: Uh, I feel like, I mean, the other... Like, if you take like two and three, they were just kind of sequels to a slasher. They all kind of eventually became what they were kind of commentating on. So I don't really think that this is going to deviate too much from that. They're definitely doing a sequel to this. Oh, yeah. They're already playing. Yeah. They're just going to build off the cast that they set up. um, And I guess they're going to just, I don't know, just kind of keep up with the status quo.
4: I think it is definitely, so like we see these other franchises where the serial killer is the same throughout. You know, we've got Michael Myers, we've got Frederick, we've got Fredrick. Jason sure. Voorhees. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like we've got all of that. And in a canon of the Scream franchise, The Ghostface Killer was real. In billions, do but then became immortalized in the stab movies. So it became kind of like twisted, especially when you look at four and five. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's all about people that are so enamored by a legend that is based in actual real fact, and they see that looking them in the face in Sydney Prescott. So I kind of like that. It's it's not somebody that just keeps surviving somehow or being brought back to life or whatever. I like that it's different people. And I like that there's so much more focus on the trauma of surviving those events too, because until this one, the Scream franchise was largely, it it wasn't Ghostface story. It was Sydney's story. Right. So I am really interested to see how this new Team addresses that perspective of it,
3: yeah. With Sydney, it makes sense because, like, everybody's trying to recreate the initial trauma. With this one, it's gonna be different. I don't know. I've seen people theorize that Sam is gonna be the killer eventually because Billy's influence is gonna just have so much pressure on her that she's gonna cave to
4: it. Here's my thing I, I, the flashes with him were a bit too contrived for me, and mm-hmm. I. <sighs> I don't think she was a bad actress. I just feel like the rest of the cast was Outshined better her. than yeah. her. Yep. I was gonna yeah. bring that
2: up, but I hadn't yet.
4: And I I would love to follow Tara.
2: Yeah, she was loved her. Yeah.
4: And I Jenna Ortega is a rising star, so I don't know.
2: Yeah, I I feel the same way. Like I felt like she definitely was outshined by the rest of the cast. She wasn't terrible, but she was just missing that extra spark that everybody had. Like even David Arquette, who let's be real, is not the greatest of actors. He was just so much better than her. Like in every scene that he was in, he he was the person you were fucking paying attention to. And that doesn't, you know, that's not a bad thing, but I just didn't feel a connection to her like I did Nev Campbell in the original movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was like, "All right, well, nev's here i she's been in the fucking movie for five minutes i care more about her obviously because i know her backstory than this girl who you know bled her heart out to her sister and all this shit i I don't care that sucks but i don't care you you're not bringing me in so that's the i think the biggest failing of the movie besides it trying to be meta and not being meta enough is it just i didn't care about the girl and then to do all those flash not the flashbacks, but the psychotic break sequences or whatever, for them to not really lead to anything major unless they're gonna, you know, steer into that in future movies, it just felt too contrived and just yeah. That's all I got.
3: Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So to wrap this guy up, because we have gone fucking long here like always yes yeah, right. uh, <laughs> let's get to our final decisions which we didn't actually do uh on the pumpkin head episode we guys had we had you guys on uh we never actually gave a final score to that uh did we not no we got we got way into that too and we never actually gave a, a score to that so i mean if you want you can give me a pumpkin head score so we actually have a score for that <laughs> and then go into where we're at with screen five it's up to you
3: uh,
2: out of ten. So like sorry, out of yeah, 10?
3: out of ten. Okay, yeah. All right. So, Pumpkinhead. Uh, that's a seven. Um, <laughs> yeah, Scream five. Leonard Washington. Um, seven. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, like I said, I I mean, despite my ranking it last in the series, I don't think that there's a single weak movie in this whole series. I still think this is a very strong movie. Um, I think I'm gonna give this one an eight. All
4: right. I agree with both those squares. That's what I was thinking in my head. Pumpkinhead 7, Scream 5, 8. Oh, Pumpkinhead, I keep going back and forth in my head between a 7 and an 8. I, I felt like we have a little bit of recency bias with Scream 5 right 7.5. Sure. Yeah. I'm sorry.
2: So 7.5 for Pumpkinhead or Scream?
4: Uh, Pumpkinhead.
2: Okay. All right. All right. George, where are you at? Man, I'm sorry, guys.
1: <laughs> um, I'm going to give them both. Fives.
2: So pumpkinhead uh, you know
4: five
2: what? and screen 5 See's got degrees, George. It's fine. <laughs> so all right, yeah. I oh, let's fucking go pumpkinhead first. That movie is way better than it has any right to be. The creature work makes a point for itself there. I'm gonna give pumpkinhead a six. That movie's it's not a good movie. Obviously, it's it, it knows it's not. The acting <laughs> yeah. is so bad in it, but like it's it works, but. Fuck. I'll watch it. I will watch Pumpkinhead more than I'm going to watch the new Scream movie. And that's saying a lot, actually. Because I like the Scream series. I like everything about every one of these movies. Scream 2022 upset me while I watched it. Like, the movie was over and then it put on the 4 West and then he slashed the screen. I was like, okay, we're not going to get an after credit scene. I'm fine with that. But What did I just watch? Like, I wanted so much more. They promised so so much more. The trailers made it look like, we're going back to the original house, and it's going to be fucking crazy, and blah, 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 but they just did the same bullshit that is in the first movie, and it works in the first movie, but fucking 30 years later, it just falls flat for me, especially when you're trying to poke fun or say things to other styles of movies and then not deliver on it, so... I'm more with George. I'm at like a five for Scream twenty twenty two. It's just ah, I, some of it the It really let me down. And I think that's it's my own fault for going in with such high expectations. Through the ha- like the half point of the movie, I was like, okay, they're gonna do shit and it's gonna be crazy, and they're talking about it, and I saw some cool kills like that, the knife through the neck. I was like, ooh, that's fucking awesome. But sick. Any other kill was just, yeah. The Dewey kill was kind of cool, but the way that they did it, and then I find out that that's a girl who's eighty-five fucking pounds, that doesn't work for me, dog. Like,
3: not only that, just Dewey dying upset me. I I did not like Dewey dying. I didn't.
2: I would have by. rather Gale die. The same way than Dewey going out like that because he didn't have a redemption arc. He didn't help somebody. He didn't save somebody really from dying. Yeah, he saved the girl in the wheelchair, but in reality, did he? You know what I mean? Like, eh, I don't know. It just, it felt, we got to kill somebody. Well, fucking Dewey then. You know what I mean? To me, Dewey should be the one who survives through it all. Nev Campbell should die. Uh, Fucking what's-her-face Gail should die. And I think Dewey should come out of this and be the only one who survives to be the guy who's by himself, still in the trailer, sad, but I saved the day and I saved these kids and whatever.
1: I think what you're saying is that you wish that the status quo had been upset and it was not really. Correct. And and I 100% agree with you.
2: Yeah, (laughs) because... Just nothing changes at the end of this movie. You know what I mean? Okay, Dewey's dead, but he was kind of dead already. He's living in a fucking trailer by himself.
3: Yeah, he, he basically died.
2: <laughs> right, so where do you go from here? Okay, some kids are dead, but nobody else is dead. Like, who really died in this movie? Some of their friends died. Well, shit, one of their friends died. The only other person who dies in this movie besides the friend's mom is some dude who's harassing them. You know what I mean? The twins yeah, survived. that's true.
3: The body count t- in this movie is not as big as you would think it is. Right, the twins. I think,
2: sw-
4: honestly, if we had spent less time with the OG trio, we would have gotten to know the friend group a little bit better. That's and it. would And yeah. and less I so agree. Sam. Yeah, because if you think back to the original scream, you could say the same thing. Who died in that movie? Oh, some Some of the, some of Sid's friends and the principal, who cares? Like you could have said the same thing, but you've gotten to know all of them. Right, exactly. Yeah.
2: So I I just feel like this movie missed the mark where it it was, it could have been so much better. So five out of 10. That's, yeah, that's where I'm at. So uh, I guess that's, that's the end of this episode, probably. Uh, I want to thank you guys for coming on. Uh, I want to have you plug your show. For anybody who's still listening, if you can, I'm going to give you, we got cameras here. You can look into that camera, that camera, that camera, whatever you want to, <laughs> and you can say what you want about your show. Go for it.
4: All right. Well, first of all, thanks for having us on. Yes. Uh, pleasure as always. Uh, got way carried away talking about this, <laughs> but it was a good time. Uh, We are What's Your Least Favorite Scary Movie? We are primarily a podcast where we talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and the unpopular of all our favorite scary movies. It uh, kind of started off because while we are both horror fans, we have very different opinions of what makes a good horror movie. And we like to have a good civilized and sometimes silly discussion (laughs) about those differing opinions. Um, We have a website, what's your least favorite scary movie dot com and Instagram, least favorite scary movie podcast, Twitter, least fave pod. Um, What else do we have? We're just we're everywhere. Just just Google it. It's fine. Just
2: just Google it. Yeah, everybody's everywhere nowadays. I mean, you got to have to be and you got to play the game. Right. So, again, I thank you guys (laughs) for being on this episode. I thought we had a very good discussion uh, about the new screen movie and some other shit because it always happens. We do go off the rails here on the decision reel. Um, it should be called off the rails reel or some shit. I don't fucking know off Um, the reel, off the reel, off the reel. Look at that, man. Maybe we'll just change it all up. I don't know. But Hey, for anybody who's still listening out there, I appreciate you guys staying with this for probably our longest episode at this point, but I think it all really works. Um, Again, you can find us on the Decision Reel everywhere else. We got a website. We got merch. Check it out. Leave us a fucking review. Drop a favorite. Whatever. Fuck it. I like it. Thanks, guys. Peace out.